Welcome everyone to our 29th episode of DNA Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment called the quote of the week. And basically, this is me and Eric's way of spreading some positivity, some positive vibes. Because you know what? Why not? And uh, this week's quote of the week is: "The most wasted, the most wasted of days is one without laughter." Oh, you know, I like that one. You always need, you can always use a good little laugh in your day, you know? That's it, man. It's, life's too short to be stressed out and, like, crying all the time. You got to get a nice, nice little smile once in a while. Not once in a while, facts. every day. That's every so day. facts. But I'm going to say it one more time. Uh, quote of the week is, the most wasted of days is one without laughter. And that was said by E.E. E. E. Cummings. So shout out to E.E. E. Cummings for that quote, man. I used it. And, uh... Basically, it. interpret it how you like. Love that, man. We need a little bit of laughter. I promise you, I, I most certainly can, like, I want to say I can guarantee some laughter out of us throughout this episode because we always be joking around. You know what I mean? We always yeah, be joking around. So, hey, man, you get a little bit. Not take, we can't take everything so seriously, man. When exactly. You know, you just got to gotta laugh it off sometimes because, you know, laughter is the best medicine. Hey, man, that, oh, I'm just going to say right there, that means, in other words, on Mondays and Thursdays, if you're looking for laughter every day, you already have it guaranteed on Mondays and Thursdays. You just gotta come over here. You know, you just, yeah. gotta, you just gotta come over here and get a good laugh, man. Get a good laugh. But <laughs> anyways, listen, David. Before we keep going, we do have two audio messages in the in the queue. Do you mind if I play those really quick? Of course. All right, man. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and pull up these audio messages. And the first, well, actually. Both of them is from our boy Jack, or I'm going to say Jake, though. I'm going to say Jacob. I keep saying Jack, though. But Jacob is in the building, Yo, David. what's up, man? Yeah, How's man. Going? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Thanks for popping out to the podcast. And here's your audio messages, my guy. Here we go. What's up, fellas? Jake is back. It's been a minute. And I might be bringing up a topic that y'all could have already discussed. So uh, apologies for that. But here it is. We know that the NBA is celebrating their 75th anniversary. More on that later. They're going to celebrate also the 75 greatest players of all time. They did a 50 greatest in 97 for the 50th anniversary. Who's going to make the additional 25? We saw that in an old episode of Open Court about eight or nine years ago. It's fun to think about. Who do you think is going to be on that list? There's obvious picks, of course. Kobe, LeBron. Iverson, KG, Dirk, Duncan, but there's still more. Who's it going to be? And is Dominique going to make it finally? He got snubbed last time. Should be in there. I think he deserves recognition while he's still with us. Yeah, Dominique Wilkins should always be in the top 50, I think. I think he's one one of the great players as well, but... Jake up, man. 75th anniversary. Can't believe the NBA's been around for 75 years, first off. That's incredible. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I pretty much, I think it's going to stay the same from the 50. You're just going to add, like, another 25, like you said. But I'm not going to be disappointed. I don't think. Hey, man. I, that's a very, that was actually a very good question to bring up or a very good topic to bring up. As far as the next 25, Oh, my gosh. I feel like it's just 
it's definitely it's definitely hard to call, you know. Like it's definitely hard to call because there's so many great players, you know. But I but I will say this, like David said before, um, Dominique Wilkins should definitely be in. Like there's no, I don't think there should be any questioning in that, in my opinion. So yeah, that, yeah. we could definitely agree with that on on one player, you know, that's added to it, so he doesn't get stuck again. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's my answer to that, man. But shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and play. Let's go ahead and play his next audio message. Here we go. Also, also, another thing that may have already been discussed here: the logos on all the jerseys. Y'all see the Nike logo and the NBA logo on the back. No. It's not soft material anymore. It's this hard plastic that's reflective. I think it's going to be really? for this year only for that seventy-fifth. Look back on jerseys back from nineteen ninety-seven. All the NBA logos had, I think, a silver color, if I'm not mistaken, to celebrate 50. It's happening again. Little details. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I would be honest. I didn't even notice that either. The little, the so, littlest of things you don't notice sometimes. Details. Details. So it's like a, what is it, like a hard plastic, he said? Yeah, man. That's going to be interesting. You know what that means? That means you have what? to get one. You gotta buy a jersey of your favorite <laughs> team. You gotta, you exactly. gotta get one now, because it's yeah. not. You, you might never see that again. You know, so it's it's cool to have. Yeah, definitely. In a sense, also in a sense, it's kind of like, like you know, like say if like when you have like kids in the future and everything, you could be like, well, look at this one jersey I have. You know, hard plastic on it. And they probably won't care. But, like, you know, yeah, you know. Like, 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 what is this, Dad? This is the 150th anniversary already. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Oh, my gosh, man. We love it, though. We love it. Awesome. Well, shout out to, to Jake Duff for those. Yeah, shout out to Jake Duff for those audio messages. And, David, I'm going to throw it back over to you, my guy. All right. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go over my prediction game and also go over the only game that happened on Monday since we've been gone. Uh, that was the Chargers versus the Raiders game. And Eric, I believe you got my prediction, so I, I won't, I won't step on your toes. Uh, Eric, floor is yours. There it, there it is. Thank you, my guy, David. Well, uh, let's just say before we even talk about the the predictions, man, am I happy? Man, am I happy about this result right here, ladies and gentlemen? Oh my goodness. Well. To go into the game, as you know, David had a prediction on this game, but also, David, um, the game, the game that we're talking about is the Raiders versus the Chargers. You know, very good game, Monday Night Football, very good game to watch, in my opinion. But um, the Chargers ended up coming out on top, beating the Raiders twenty-eight to fourteen, ladies and gentlemen, twenty-eight to fourteen. And going over David's prediction right here, David had the Raiders. Beating the Chargers 28 no. to 24. David, unfortunately, oh. sent from Toy Story did not come through, my guy. And unfortunately, they do take the L, so you lose out, you miss out on two points right there. But going into the stats, let's see if David gets any other any other um points. He still has two available. And you did say that Derek Carr, if anyone doesn't understand that reference, Sid from Toy Story, Derek Carr, they look alike. If you look know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just in, just in case you haven't been here for a little bit, but um, Derek Carr, you you predicted that Derek Carr would have two or more touchdowns, David, and he 
just squeeze this out for you, my guy. Yes, you did get two touchdowns. So, so we do we do give you the points for those, no doubt about that. And then the next one, you said that Justin Herbert would have over 275 yards in total. And David, Justin Herbert had 222 passing yards, and oh, he God. only had four rushing yards. Of so we did. cannot give you the points on that. So you end up coming out with a one out of four um, oh. uh, in, the po- in the point total. But no worries, no worries technically because, you know, you still have that two-point lead. But the, and now it opens up to a three-point lead. So now it's 19 to 16. How do you feel That's about good. that? I'll, t- I'll take it. You know, I don't know if you know this about me, but when I used to watch Toy Story, guess who my favorite character was? No, stop it. It very would Toy Story. It was no, Stitch. No, no. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad he got me the point, you know. And no, I'm kidding. It's definitely it's Woody. But it's definitely <laughs> Woody. But. Or Buzz Lightyear, one of the two. Did not. Yeah, not those, yeah, that was a dope duo. Just saying. Oh, my. Uh, throwback, man. Throwback. But listen, yeah. also, for some people, I know I know some people haven't been here either. Ladies and gentlemen, we are also doing a prediction game between the listeners as well. And as of right now, you know, Mr. Motivation is the only one participating. But he is leading the league with, I believe, three points, right, David? Or three or two? Which one? I you think know? he has three. He has three. All right. Well, Mr. Motivations, unfortunately, you only put in for the you only put in um the the prediction for the score and the game, and he said that the Raiders were gonna beat the Chargers thirty one to twenty eight. So unfortunately, Mr. Motivations, I cannot give you any points for tonight. But um, don't worry, you can still predict on the next games coming up. But as far as I'm concerned, right now, Mr. Motivations is in the lead with three points, and no one else. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you still have time to catch him. You can get four points every single time you go. Now it's very hard to get four points. But you can most certainly get three. So listen, man. I would I would just suggest to just get in there, man. Get in there just for just to have some good time and have some fun with us, man. But um, exactly. Well said, David. Do you mind if I go into this game? What happened? Please. I said well said. That's all I said. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, let's go ahead and break this down, though. Let's go ahead and break this down. Now the Chargers coming out with the win. We're gonna start off with their stats. You know, Justin Herbert went twenty-five for thirty-eight. 222 yards on um, passing, and he had three touchdowns. Great game for Justin Herbert right there. And then in the rushing department, oh, my gosh, Austin Eckler, bro, with 117 yards and a touchdown to go along with it. Great game for him as well. We go into the receiving end of um, the charges or the receiving yards. Sorry, I mean, like, that could have been taken a different way. But either way, uh, the receiving yards for the Chargers. In the charges, you had Jared Cook leading the team with 70 yards and one touchdown. You also had Austin Eckler with a touchdown and Don- Donald Har- Parham Jr. Hopefully, I pronounced that right with one touchdown as well. And going into the defense, the, the defensive stats as well. Um, yeah, Derwin James Jr. leading the team with six um six total tackles. Um, you had Jerry Tiller with a sack. You had um Kyler Fackrell with a sack as well. Joey Bosa with a sack, couple couple of stats right there, and that's pretty much it on the Chargers end. Now we go to the, to the Raiders end, um, and you know Sid from Toy Story, Derek Carr, twenty one for thirty four <laughs> on the night, one hundred and ninety six passing yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, like very mediocre game for Derek Carr. Could have had a could have had a better game. Um, also in the rushing department, the leading rusher was Josh Jacobs with only forty yards. Could have used a little bit of help there as well. Going into receiving, um, receiving yards, we have Henry Ruggs the third, um, leading the team with sixty yards. 
Um, yeah, Darren Walker with one touchdown, Hunter Renfro with one touchdown, and then we go. Oh, well, we had a couple of fumbles as well. Derek Carr with a fumble, Hunter Renfro with a fumble. Um, they they had DJ's popcorn, huh? Yeah, DJ's uh-huh. popcorn. They had DJ's popcorn, David. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. They took a little taste. <laughs> oh my gosh, we love it, man. We love it. But going to the defensive stats on the Raiders, and you had Corey Littleton with. 14 total tackles. Then you had Denzel Perryman with 12 total tackles. A lot of tackles in that game as well. You had um, Darius Fylon with two sacks. Um, and that is pretty much it that I'm going to go into on the Raiders' end of the bargain. Now, David, overall, while I just listened to you right here, give us your overall analysis of the game, man. What do you think? Oh, man, it, it was uh, – it was not – I wasn't expecting a lot, I mean, out of the Raiders. I was expecting a lot of the game, but unfortunately, the Raiders did not prove a lot in this game. They had the number one best total yards in offense in the league, ranked number one, and they only produced a total of, well, the only produced a total of 213 yards as an offense. It's not good enough. Derek Carr usually you see him get 300 plus yards a game, rushing game. You see Josh Jacobs get close to 100. Like it wasn't good numbers, and I give credit to the Chargers defense, Chargers coaches for stopping. Uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders from scoring, potentially getting yards. Because in this game, you need to get yards close to the end zone to score. And Derek Carr and the Raiders did not do that, which obviously came to the score, 28 to 14. But now, move on to the Chargers. The Chargers, like I said, defensively, they're coaching. They did awesome. They did everything they needed to do to stop number one offense in total yards in the Ravens. Uh, not the Ravens. Whoa, the Ravens. The Raiders, there we go, and stopping the Raiders, there you go. But uh, I give I give 100% credit to uh, Justin Herbert with three touchdowns, 222 yards. But Austin Eckler, he's been X-Factor in this game. He always has been, always will be. And uh, I give credit to these guys. Justin Herbert is starting to improve after a little shaky first two weeks, but the last two have definitely been – last that last three have been something to look at. So it's, it's a good game for him, good game for the Chargers. They move 3-1. and one. That, listen, man, very, very, um, I agree with your analysis right there, my guy. I do got a question for you about this game, though, you know? Okay, yeah. So, I want to ask you, like, being the fact that the Raiders, what do you think, does, it, does this mean, this, does, does this loss mean anything for the Raiders? Like, will it slow them down significantly? Will they start to play a little bit worse now? Or do you think there's still going to be a dominant force in this league? Because... Let's go ahead. I want to actually go into their, 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 their schedule and, like, the next couple of games that they have coming up. So, they have the Bears, the Broncos, and the Eagles. Now, I want to ask, do you think they're going to start to play a little bit worse, or do you think they're just going to continue to play their normal type of football? Uh, I think this was just a fluke. I think they're going to be bouncing back from, from this week. And you said they got the Bears next, and that should be a W. They got the, the Eagles and the Broncos. Broncos without Teddy Bridgewater looks don't look as good. So I, I'm confident that they go 3-0 and in the next three games. So, yeah, I, I think the Raiders, this was just one of those games where, like, nothing was really working, and they tried their best, but I think they're going to bounce back next game. All right. Well, so you said it was a fluke, too. Interesting twist of words right there. A fluke? Yeah. So you, think, uh, you, think the Raiders should, you think the Raiders are better than the Chargers? Uh, not necessarily. Overall, I think the Chargers have a great offense and they have a good defense. 
And I think the Raiders have a pretty good defense and a very good offense. So, like, they can be interchangeable in a sense. But I think overall, the overall the overall team, offense, defense, special teams, I give it to the Chargers. But the Raiders, they are surprising me this year. And uh, I think they will continue to surprise people and be one of those teams that slide in with that, like, under the radar and, like, potentially could be a threat. So I did call it a All threat. right. Oh, well, so I even though you think the Chargers are better, you still think that the Raiders should have won that game, yeah? Not won the game because the Chargers obviously did better, but I, I, I just think this game was – we don't really should look into it that much because it was just one of the – like when Kansas City lost like to um, – not the Ravens, but the other – I forgot who it was, to the Chargers. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm like, all right. They, they, they got their head mm-hmm. in cold water, and then they bounced back, and then – Patty Mahomes went off, so that's what I'm taking it as. Wait a minute. So am I hearing? Am I hearing like? Uh, wait, are we seeing like a like a um? What's the word? Uh, a pattern that every single time the Chargers beat someone, it's like ah, whatever. It's like, it's, it's like <laughs> no, no. How? Are you... <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Either way, I'm just I'm just I'm just messing with you, man. I'm just messing with you, but um. Either way, that's pretty much it on this game, man. And honestly, um, I'm ready to just go and get ready to go into the next segment. What about you, David? Me too. But before we do, Eric, you do have a prediction game on tonight's game. So I want to go over it with everyone so they understand what your prediction is. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eric here predicted that it's the Rams versus Seahawks tonight. And Eric predicted that the Rams were going to beat the Seahawks 31-24. to 24. I like the score. With the Cooper Cup having at least one touchdown and Russell Wilson having over 250 passing yards. So it's going to be an exciting one. I definitely – I know I'm watching this game. So it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Most definitely, man. I'm excited too. And I think my prediction is a pretty good one. And listen, listen, don't, uh, don't call me crazy now. But I think that after this one game, I will tie it back up, ladies and gentlemen. At least tie it back up. Oh, okay. This guy, he's got side effects over here. He's got a little... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We'll see what God. happens. We will see what happens. But as at the, at the moment, ladies and gentlemen, the score is 19 to 16, the Oracle, me. So, um take it from there see how tonight's game goes hopefully Eric gets zero points out of four but <laughs> I don't know. see what happens but without further ado ladies and gentlemen we move on and uh, we gotta do our predictions for Sunday game Sunday's games you know because it's gonna be a good one a couple of good matchups that we're looking at but Eric I think you should go first just because I'm being nice today oh I thought I went first regardless since you since you went on Monday well, David? I'm being nice, so I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Oh, but he's all right. Oh, okay. He's he's being nice, apparently. <laughs> this guy. All right. Well, with that being said, let me get. Let me go ahead and look at these games really quick. Let me look at these games. Unfortunately, um, ah, uh, that's annoying. Baltimore's playing on Monday. That's, that's, anno- that's annoying. <laughs> all right. Well, regardless, let me see. I'm gonna go ahead. Oh, Siri wants to play, apparently. What the heck was that? <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Let me stop messing around. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chargers versus the Browns. 
Chargers versus the Browns. Wow, interesting. Yes. Interesting. interesting. And Chargers. I believe both. I think I believe both teams are three and one right now, right? I believe both teams are three and one. Yes, they are currently. Uh, so very good game to watch. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, see, I don't know if people would consider this an upset, but in my book, I would kind of consider this an upset. I'm gonna say the Chargers are gonna beat the Browns. I would call gonna... that an upset. I, I I agree with that. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say the Chargers are, will beat the Browns, and I say that the Chargers will beat them. Mm, I'm going to say 28 to 14. 28. Oh, by a big margin. Wow. Uh, not right. like same, same already... basically the same score as like the, uh, it's going to be like the same game as, um, as the Raiders. That's what I'm predicting, in other okay. words. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's going to happen again. Um, and I say I'm going to go for the Chargers. I'm going to go ahead and go with um, Justin Herbert. And he's going to at least have two touchdowns. So two touchdowns or more. Yeah. Two touchdowns, okay. And then for the Browns, I'm going to go ahead and go Baker Mayfield. Big man Baker. Um, I think he's going to throw an interception. At oh. least one. So one or more interceptions, okay. Yeah, I think he'll at least throw one interception. You know, I'm confident that might that might happen based off of what Baker's doing this season. So, just to reiterate, ladies and gentlemen, Eric has predicting the Browns and the Chargers game. He's got the Chargers beating the Browns 28-14 to 14 with Justin Herbert throwing at least two touchdowns or having a total of at least two or more touchdowns and Baker Mayfield having at least one interception. So, there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. And David, the floor is yours now. Give me your predictions, man. Awesome. You're. I already. I, you think. I, I think you already know where I'm going with this. And I got to go with the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Big game. Nice. Big game. Prime time game. And uh, I got to go with. You know, I can't. I can't. I got. I got to go against my my Giants. Go against, against? Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going against them. I got Giants beating the Cowboys mm, 24 to 21. No, nah, this is not it. No, nah, I'll tell you right. That is not it. <laughs> We're going to have Saquon Barkley having at least one or more touchdowns. Okay. And you got to go with. Who should I go? Ezekiel Elliott or should I go Dak Prescott? Uh, Zeke's been doing good, but I need him to do bad in this game. Dak's been doing good, too. You know what? I'm going to go with Dak Prescott just for fun. Okay. Dak Prescott's going to throw over 250 yards. He's in a throw. Yeah, passing, yeah. All right, so two, so specifically 250 passing yards. All right. Alrighty then. So, David, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't agree with this one. I'm gonna be so real with you. And it's all right. And what'd you say? You're right. It's all right. No, I said it's all right. Oh, uh, uh, I was about to say. I, the reason I don't agree with it is because I personally, if I was gonna predict a game like this, I think it's gonna be high scoring. I think there's gonna be zero defensive anything. Oh, if it's gonna really? be close, it's either one or the other. It's either the Cowboys destroy them or it's close and it's like thirty something to thirty something. That's what I would think. Hmm. But interesting. Either way, 
Let me go ahead and read it back to you. You have the Giants being the Cowboys 24 to 21. You have Saquon Barkley having one or more touchdowns. And you have Dash, Dak Prescott having over 250 passing yards. Correct. There it is, my guy. There it is. All right. Well, now it's time for me to pick the next game. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Ooh, the Buffalo Bills at Kansas City? Ooh. Yeah. I'll take that Battle one. AFC. AFC Championship from last year. Yeah, and also, not to mention, you got to think of it this way. Patrick Mahomes is coming off of a game of five touchdowns, and the Buffalo Bills are coming. And Oh, wait, let me not. Let me also say, he's coming off a game of five touchdowns, and Tyreek Hill also three touchdowns and 186 yards. Jesus. Yeah. A crazy game. And then you have to go look at the Buffalo Bills last game where they shut them out. 40 to zero. This, this is going to be a game, bro. What do you but, got? What do you got? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be good. I, even though they shut them out, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get the win. And really? I'm going to say, yeah, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. I'm going to say it's going to be. Oof, this is close. No. 25 to 20. No, 26 to 21. 26 to 21. Weird score. A little bit of, little bit of low scoring, don't you think? Yeah, I, because of defense. What? I'm going to 26 to 21 in Kansas City. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Nah. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I love Patrick okay. Mahomes. Um, and I'll say he'll throw, no, not throw. He'll just have above 250 yards. Okay. And on the Bills? On the Bills. I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. Okay. I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. I'm going to say one touchdown, one or more touchdowns. At least one touchdown. So let me reiterate. What you, what you predicted for everyone. Uh, so basically, ladies and gentlemen, Eric said that the Chiefs are going to beat the Bills 26-21, to 21, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have above 250 total yards, and Stephon Diggs is going to have at least one touchdown. So, Eric, that is, a, that is a close prediction, close game. I see it going a little bit higher scoring, especially when you have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. But I can, I can definitely see where you're coming from. All right. Okay. I will – Wrap it up with, with the last one, David, the last prediction. Which game are you taking? And I got to take this one. For the only undefeated team in the NFL at the moment, I got to do the Cardinals versus the 70s, 79ers. 49ers. 49ers. What did I say? 79ers? <laughs> 49ers. <Sorry>, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, Cardinals versus 49ers. And uh, hmm, I, I, I believe Jimmy Garofalo is going to be playing this game, I think, because he had a calf injury, and I think he's coming back from it. But even with Jimmy Garoppolo in, I don't think they have enough to beat this Cardinals team. This Cardinals team, Cardinals team, this Cardinals team beat the Rams. <laughs> one of the best teams in the league right now. With the best defense, one of the best defenses, and a great offense. So Cardinals are looking hot, and I think they will continue their hot form, and they will win by a score of 35-21. to 21. It's going to be kind of a blowout. Wow, okay. Got Kyler Murray having three or more touchdowns. 
three or more touchdowns at Woke. And, uh, ooh, no, I don't want to do Jimmy G. Should I do, I'm going to do Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's a good pick. He's going to have above 100 yards this season. Yeah, that's a very good, that's a very, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. So you said above 100 receiving yards, yeah? Correct. All right, man, let me read it back to you. So you got the undefeated Cardinals beating the – let me actually get their record really quick so I can just put, put some respect on them. The 2-2 two two 49ers. The 4-0 Cardinals beating the 2-2 two two 49ers, 35-21. You got Kyler Murray with three or more touchdowns, right? And you got Debo Samuel having above 100 receiving yards. Correct, man. Correct. All right, man. There it is. It's written in stone. You cannot change it, my friend. And those are the predictions for this week, man. Now, it's going to be a good one. I will say this for everyone who's listening. The, the floor for the entire episode, if you want to like come in later and be like, oh, I have a prediction now. Yeah, yeah this or whatever whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? The floor will always be open until the, until the show is over, obviously. But um, feel free to jump into that prediction game. Again, Mr. Motivation is only about three points. And you can get four points each game if you get if you max it out. Insane. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with we'll see what what happens with that. But um, David, I'm gonna throw it back over to you, man. Keep it going. All right. So we move on from our prediction game. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I am leading 19 to 16 at the moment. But um, we have to move on to our next uh, our next thing, our next segment called the Great Debate. And basically, everyone knows what this one is. But if you don't, it's basically we post something on our Instagram. And uh, we get, hopefully you guys write in topics in there for us and we debate about them. And you can get your topic or your, your, your debate topic heard and we will definitely speak in touch about it. But if you don't, me and Eric, we got topics of our own. And basically, we state those topics or we get topics from you guys and we uh, debate about it. That's why it's called the Great Debate. Perfectly said right there, David. Perfectly said, man. And um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, this, well, this week we didn't get anybody... So I'm sending any debate topics, but that's all right, man. I do have one of my own right here. Um, and also, I want to ask, do you have any debate topics? I might have one. All right. Well, do you mind if I go first for today? Of course. All right, man. Well, with my first debate topic, David, all right, this is kind of a – you got to think into the future with this one, okay? Okay. All right, so – you know, we've seen the Euros, we've seen Copa America, we've seen the Gold Cup, we see the qualifications going on right now. We're talking about a little bit of soccer, if anyone doesn't know, right? My question to you, David, is, and I can't, you can't be biased, also, you cannot be biased, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, who is your favorite to win the upcoming World Cup? Uh, real simple, Eric. I'm not going to waste anyone's time. It's going to be Portugal. Portugal's going to no. win the World Cup. And... <laughs> nah, let me, let, me be, let me be serious. I'm sorry. At least but, break um... it down. At least give me a reason. I'm not saying they can't, but at least give you a reason. No. Portugal is going to be a good top contender. That is for a fact. But who is going to win the final? Who is going to win the World Cup next year? What is it, next year? Yeah, next 2022. Year. Wow, already. Wow. But... Who's going to win the World Cup? It's going to be hard because I can't predict the future, but 
like I said, Portugal's going to be a contender. You got Belgium as a contender. You got Spain as a contender. You got Italy, even though Italy just got demolished by Spain the other day, which is very shocking in the League of Nations. But that's another topic. But And you got France in that topic, in that conversation. I might be missing one. I think I am missing one. But but uh, based off of those teams, and I, I'll put Brazil in there too. There we go. Brazil. But based off of those teams, it's going to be tough, as it always is every World Cup and every Euro Cup and every single soccer tournament that there is because you never know who's going to win. But who is the obvious favorites? I'm probably most likely going to have to go with France just because their roster is impeccable, is actually very dominant. You got Mbappe, you got Kareem Benzema, you got Hernandez, you got a lot of good, good players on the French national. You got Pogba, a lot of good players. And it's kind of, if they don't win, it's kind of going to seem really odd. And at the end of the day, it's going to be like, wow, you can't win with the super team, which they didn't win uh, the Euro Cup with that super team. So you got to take that encounter too. But it's kind of like, I can't look at it and be like, you got too much talent in one spot. It's like, how do you not win? Yeah. Like, when you didn't win the Euros, it's like, how did you not win the Euros? But I don't know. If, I don't think you're going to – I think they might bounce back and win the World Cup next year. I hope they don't. I hope Portugal wins. <laughs> so, basically, I hope Portugal would be my number one answer just because I'm Portuguese and that's a bias. But based off of overall talent and overall roster and best team altogether, I'm going to have to go with France. It's the most logical. Okay, I I respect that. I respect that. I like some of the teams that you listed in that in that um in in that bracket right there, or like little like I I don't even know how, how would you describe that. Like the best odds, the best odds, right? I like those teams that you listed. Yeah. Um, now this is my first time even thinking about it. You know, I thought about the debate topic, but I didn't want to think about it until the show happens. You know what I mean? So like, give it like kind of a of a like a unique feeling, I guess you could say, or off the top of that. But basically. Yeah. Like you, my favorites, or some of it's just some teams that I would think of to be favorites, right? You got France, Portugal, um, Italy. I, I mean, Spain, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure on Spain yet, also. Obviously, Brazil, Argentina. Um, Germany's another one that's also a great team. So there's several teams, right? And you also have the Netherlands. And we also forget that the Netherlands. Netherlands, when they were playing the Euros, did not have Van Dijk. Okay, and Van Dijk that's true. Has I feel like it's clear that Van Dijk is clearly a game changer. Okay, let's like for example, like you look at Liverpool, and last year they couldn't. They realistically they couldn't win the title without him. Now they have Van Dijk this year, and they're first place. They're just an insane team. They're forced to be reckoned. So. Um, I feel like Van Dyke plays an extremely big role in that. Um, but overall, I got to agree with you, man. It's it's the most logical answer. The most logical answer has to be France. Because, like, when you, like, like you said, you look at the roster. If you look at Fran- France's national team, right, in the state that it's in right now, they could put out a second team. Literally, you have their starting lineup. I'm talking about <laughs> another, another team, right? And that team would make it to, like, the quarterfinals of the World Cup. I, I'm, I'm positive of it. Either, like, the quarterfinals or at least around the – at least, the, like, the round of 16. I, I would say they make it to the semifinals. But they could definitely make it to, like, the quarterfinals of the World Cup and then probably lose. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's just too much firepower. 
And and I'll say like and we'll say we'll, we'll say this again as well. They should have won the Euros, but they choked against Switzerland for some odd reason. But they should yeah. they should have won the Euros, but they 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 choked and they couldn't get it done, unfortunately. And um, but you also have to look at Portugal as well because Portugal was a very big favorite for the Euros as well, and they didn't win it either. So those two teams, in my opinion, Portugal and France, need to try this World Cup. So hold what it. Happened? Hold it. You just threw my what? team underneath the bus. No, 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 hold no, up. no, no, no. No, I'm actually I'm giving them props right now. I'm giving them props right now. Actually, okay, okay. I'm saying I'm okay. saying in other words because technically, like they well, let's be honest. They should have they should have been like they should have went further in the in the competition for Euros with that team. That's true. They should have went yeah. further, but now I'm expecting something even more better or a lot better, not more better. <laughs> a lot, I'm expecting something a lot better because now you have Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandez not only playing in Portugal but they play in the same club team as well. So the chemistry is only going to get better, right? So when yep. they combine for the World Cup um, next year, it's going to be crazy, man. Now, you know what would be the funny thing, though? You know what would be the most funny thing? What? Imagine we're predicting what? all this and somehow France and Portugal don't qualify for the World Cup. Just... Don't even say that. Don't even say that. <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> if that happens, I know something's rigged because, you know, Portugal <laughs> is not missing. Portugal and France, they're not missing. World Cup qualifiers, but you know, you never know. It might happen. Maybe you got like, I don't know, maybe you got, I don't know, some other team going in instead of them. Macedonia going in instead of Portugal or something like that, which would be impossible, but. Listen, man, it, you, you do never know. Anything could happen. That's all I'm going to say. Anything could happen. If that happened, oh my goodness. I'd laugh for days. I'd laugh for <laughs> Oh my gosh. But. Hey man, so I think it's safe to say, David, for that debate topic, we both agree that France is probably the lot, the most logical thing to say. I guess you could say. Yeah, basically summing up, France they have to win because based off yeah. their team, it's kind of like disappointment if they don't even make the finals. So now let me ask you this though. Now I know you wanted to be unbiased and most logical. Now I'm going to ask you the question and answer it. I would say, like, kind of, like, in a sense with your heart, but, like, but answer it, like, how do you feel the most? Because it doesn't have to be about logic, like, it, in other words, it sounds crazy, but it doesn't have to be the most logical thing, it's just what you feel, I guess you could say. So, with that being said, does your answer change from the, the, the same question, or no? With, with when I, uh, definitely changes, because I'm speaking from the heart, I'm, de- I'm definitely saying Portugal's going to win the World Cup. I've been saying Portugal's going to win the World Cup, or every single tournament for the past years I've been alive. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to say Portugal's going to win. But, um, obviously, they had got a better team than they had previously in the past. So, my statement becomes more of a logical base and not really more of an opinion base because if you look at the team and the roster, you got Ruben Diaz, you got the Defender of the Year in the Premier League last year. You got Pepe, your veteran. You got Roy Patricio. You got Bruno Fernandes. You got Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. You got Juan Felix. You got a lot of talent. Juan Cancelo. And that's just a list of names. And that's just a lot that. of talent on one team. And it's I think they have a good shot. They have one of the best teams as of right now. Team is that team is stacked though. The see the difference is the difference between Portugal and oh, they also have Diogo Jota. Oh my god. Yeah. Correct. Uh, the difference between I believe like France and Portugal, I think if Portugal was to put out like a second squad, it would be nowhere near as good as France's second squad. That's the one thing I would no, say. Yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that much depth as France does, but our starting eleven and a couple of subs are 
good. Love that, man. Love that. Well, either way, David, we do have another audio. Ma- oh, wait. First, let me answer this really quick. If I was speaking for the heart, you know who I'm thinking? No, let me stop. I can't even say that with a straight Panama. face. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Panama. No offense. I can't even say that with a straight face, bro. Like, there's no, there's, there's no way we're winning the World Cup, bro. There's no uh, way, bro. If but, we win the World Cup, I'd be insane. But a team that would want to see the World Yo, hold up. If I won the World Cup, that'd be the greatest upset in sports history. I'm calling that right now. That, that'd be the greatest thing in Panamanian history. Oh, easily. Dude, easily. Dude, hold up. But we were losing like six nothing to Belgium, or it was either Belgium or England. And someone and Felipe Baloy, our, that was our center, that was our center back at the time. He scored the first goal ever in Panama's history in the World Cup. So everyone, <laughs> everyone went crazy. No one cared that, dude. Uh, no one cared that we were losing. The fact that we were there and we scored, and we were like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That'd be a man. bigger accomplishment. That'd be a greater accomplishment winning the World Cup than it was making the Panama Canal. What do you think? Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Actually, oh. I can't comment on that. I feel like it's going to, like, oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy. Is that even an argument? That can't be an argument, right? Like, that could actually be an argument. Oh, my gosh. Well, either way, I tell you this much. I think that'd be the greatest upset in sports history, hands down. I don't think anyone would ever top that, like, for a long time. For a very long time. Just out of nowhere. But... I would say if I'm like speaking from the heart, like as well, I would want to see Brazil win. I, I'm not Brazilian, but like I just, I, I, Neymar's my favorite player, man, and I love, I love Brazil's way of playing, so- playing soccer. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. So, I would love to see Brazil win, man. But without further ado, man, let's go ahead and move, move, move off this topic. Um, David, there is an audio message in the queue. Do you mind if I play that one really quick? Of course, let's hear it. All right, man. This one is from our boy Shockwave. Oh, he's in the building. Long time. How you doing? Yeah, man. Shockwave, man. We miss you out here, man. It's good to see you, my guy. Good to see you. Well, here's your audio message. Here he goes. Jets, Falcons across the pond. Give me the Jets in this prediction game. Ooh. They're gonna win twenty-four to twenty-one. Last second field goal. Zach Wilson to over 225 passing yards. Nice, nice. I like this. And two passing touchdowns. These are my oh. predictions. Shockwave, man. I agree with I agree with that 110%. The Jets, anytime the Jets win, it's gonna be great. This guy. Wait, he said over he said over 225 passing yards. Uh, yes, and and two t- and two touchdowns, more two or more touchdowns. All right, two. Wait, I can't write. I said two touchdowns. Wait, what the heck? Two or more touchdowns. All right, I have it down. I have it down. Shockwave, you are locked in in the prediction game. We love it. Oh, locked it. Try Mr. Motivation's lead to see if he can take it. Mr. Motivation is nervous, but I will tell you this much, Shockwave. Uh, uh, for. You know, actually, let me not, let me not, let me not get on it because the Jets played well last week, and the Falcons are a shaky team as well. But the Fal, even though the Falcons lost, did the Falcons lose last week? Right, they did. They did, right? Yes, they did. Yep. They they did have a good game, I believe. Well, Matt Ryan had a good game. I'd say that much. So, 
it's going to be hard. But the Jets' defense is real. So, I don't see, know, man. See, everyone, everyone's trying to try to sleep on the Jets. And it always happens every single year. But you know what? That Jets and Giants Super Bowl is coming. It's, oh it's opening God. everyone's oh eyes. Oh, my we're God. To, we're going to see a reality, and that's going to be the reality. So, let's keep that in check. Zach Wilson is going to win Rookie of the Year. Daniel Jones is going to win MVP. And that's how we're going to take it from there. No, bro. <laughs> no, bro. There's no way you just said Daniel Jones MVP. What? Zach Wilson Rookie of the Year. Four interceptions. No. Stop this. Dude. He had one I, game with four interceptions. You will never forget that. No one will ever forget that game if he, go, if he goes for MVP. They will not forget that game. No shot, man. No shot. Listen. No Jets and Giants Super Bowl. No, definitely no Daniel Jones MVP because that's Lamar's trophy, hands down. I don't care what anyone uh, says. I don't no care way. what anyone Daniel says. Daniel Jones is a way better position than Lamar. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. I've never had so much cat in my life. Oh, my God. There's no way you just said that. No, 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 no. Take that back right now. This dude just said Daniel uh, Jones is a better position than Lamar to win MVP? I, I mean, who has more turnovers, Daniel Jones or Lamar? Who has more wins, Lamar or Daniel Jones? That that that's a different story. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a different story. Oh my uh, gosh, who's more of a legendary quarterback? Who already is an MVP? Stop this! Stop this! <laughs> this guy said Daniel Jones over Lamar Jackson. Oh my gosh! If that if David if 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 there's yeah. MVP standings by the end of the year, and it shows somehow that Daniel Jones is above Lamar Jackson. Nah, you have to. Uh, I'll give you like. I, I will. I will personally say. I will personally come on here and say Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I'll say that on wow. on DD table wow. if that happens. And also, you got to buy the Daniel Jones's jersey, and you got to oh buy God. a Lamar Jackson jersey, and then just or, or buy a Lamar Jackson jersey. Uh, cross out his name and write Daniel Jones. Wow! No, I can't do that. No, 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 no. I can't do that. I, I, no, I can't do that. I, I'll admit, I'll admit it on the podcast out of that, but that's the most I'll do. I cannot disrespect the truth. Ain't no way. Oh my goodness. But oh my gosh, that that was giving me that gave me heart. That gave me chest pains just listening to that. Yo. Oh my god, man. Well, either way, bro, David, we do have another audio message. But shout out to Shockwave first. Thank you for popping out, yeah, my guy. Shout out to you, man. Good to see you, my man. And thank you for joining in on the prediction game. Love it. Yeah. We love it, awesome. man. But um, let's go ahead and listen to this next audio message, which is from the leading prediction game, or the, the leader in the prediction game, I guess you could say. Like, the one in first place. There we go. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Mr. Motivations. Here he is, man. Here he is. D-Rod 09, Eric Hines, it's your boy. Oh, yo, Eric, do you got like a, a different, don't you got a different nickname? I know D-Rod is the Oracle. Well, show other nickname, because I always say D-Rod, but his name is David. And I always say Eric Hines, but I don't know what your like handle is. Is your ha- handle Eric Hines too? But anyway, yeah. that doesn't matter right <laughs> now. It's your boy, Mr. Motivation, in the building. You already know what time it is. I'm fashionably late, real late today, but... um. Yeah, I'm here in the building. We just got Stefan Gilmore, baby. So we got Stefan Gilmore. JC Horn will either be back for the playoffs or next season. And we got CJ Henderson. So our cornerbacks are looking good. 
because that was the problem against Dallas. We got burned. So that's going to be a big help and a big good, a good thing for the playoff push. Um, yeah. What y'all think? Carl, how in the world do the Panthers get Stephon Gilmore? <laughs> Jets need cornerback help. No! The could definitely take him. Or the, I thought he was going to go to Tampa Bay because of Tom Brady, but apparently no. The Panthers had to go behind everyone's back, trade for a six-round pick for Stephon Gilmore, an all-pro bowl talent, and get him. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, you just give me that. We got angry New York fan over here. You need it for the Giants. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Well, hey, I'm going to say this much. Congratulations for getting him. That's a, that's a, that's a steal and a half. Um, that's a, yeah, and only, and only for a six-round pick. That's what I don't they, get. That's a robbery. And a half. That's a robbery. That's not even a steal. That's a, <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the same sense it is. But, like, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> that's wild. That's wild in my opinion. I mean, the Ravens should have that ASAP because we I could use some we could use some defense, I'll tell you that much. But regardless, um hey man, it's gonna help to that Panthers defense. I mean the Panthers defense was already good beforehand. You know what I mean? It wasn't the greatest, but it was good. It wasn't bad. So now it's just gonna make it even better. Now it's just gonna make it even better, man. So Oh no. E- either way, the Panthers I, I, I will say this. Let me let me just hold on. Let me double check the division just to make sure I'm not bugging out, you know. But I'm I'm gonna say strongly, right? I'm gonna make a prediction, David. Are you ready for this? Uh, what is it? Are you ready for this prediction right here? I'm ready. I'm ready. Hello. Oh, okay. I think the Carolina Panthers will make the playoffs. I think they're going to squeeze into the playoffs. Now, obviously, they're in the NFC South. You know, you get the Buccaneers, the Saints, and the Falcons. But I think the Panthers are capable of making it in. I think they're capable of it's making it in. It's definitely possible. I mean, it's not the most boldest thing, but I can definitely see how bold it is. I mean, maybe as a wild card, they're not definitely not winning the division. But maybe as a wild card. <laughs> maybe as a wild card. He said they're definitely not winning the division. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Well, either way, that's that. Shout out to Mr. Motivations. And also, the nickname that um Shockwave actually gave us, um, mine is yes. Easy Lee. Because, he, I mean, we, I just, we kind of just went with it. You know, that's what just happened. We said yeah. Oracle and Easy E. So they say Easy E. But everyone just calls me Eric if you want to. Either way, it don't matter what you, whatever you want to call me, man. We're chilling. <laughs> but. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is also from Mr. Motivations, man. Here we go. Cheers. Came back home. He's from South Carolina originally. He's back home. He's back home, D-Rod. And uh, we do our predictions. Was the predictions for Sunday or Thursday or don't matter? Um, I ain't predicting tonight's game. It's going to be a toss-up. Uh, I'm going to go with what game do I want to go with? Oh, yeah. Let's do this. I'm going with the Chiefs versus the Bills Sunday night game, game of the week. And I'm going to say that my Kansas City Chiefs, baby goat, Patrick Mahomes boy, 35 to 28. 35 to 28. I think that this defense will try to make some type of stance um, and slow down that Bills offense. And I know that the Bills got a for real defense, a tough defense. 
But homeboy going to do something magical. He got, what, five touchdowns on the Eagles. 35-28. Patch my homeboy. Definitely. I can see that happening. I like how close it is, too. That's Yeah, man. I, I can see it happening as well. Now, Mr. Motivations, I hope you do know. Like, I understand. Unless you just, unless he has the confidence just to pick the score and that's it, you, you're you missing out on, like, two key points. You, you, you go, it's, it's usually four, four out of, I mean, whatever, whatever out of four. You know what I mean? But he's going, like, just for two, man. You could go for more. And I'm just saying that now because Shockwave just dipped into the pile a little bit. So you never know. You never know, man. Yeah. You never know. Of course. But uh, real quick about that, about Stephon Gilmore. He's going back home. It doesn't matter if he's going back <laughs> home because he could have went somewhere else. He could have made that other place a home. He, maybe New York a home. You, know, <laughs> you got to live with it. Oh my it. god. David. He said it doesn't matter. <laughs> David, 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 in other words, he's offering Stephon Gilmore. I know you're listening right now, bro. David is offering you a home in New York. Yeah. He's, off, he's offering his home specifically. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll Wait, have what? a bunk bed. We'll have a bunk bed. <laughs> That'll be roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. We got another audio message from Mr. Motivations, man. Let's keep it going. Here we go. No, definitely not winning division. Definitely not the Giants. Definitely not the Jets. Stop it, D-Rod. But think about this. I'm in my living room, so it's called Echo Loud, so you can hear me clearly. But think about this. The Falcons are trash, but water. The Saints are so up and down, up and down. You, you, you win one week to the Packers, you lose to the Panthers, you win to the Patriots, you lose to the Giants. You're like up and down, up and down. So the division is going to come down to the Bucks, and it's going to come down to the Panthers. And both of our, our schedules are very favorable going down the stretch. So I feel like if we can split with the Bucks, there is a chance that we could come out with a better record and win the division. So stop it. But we're gonna make the playoffs regardless. That's not a that's not a crazy prediction. No, oh, no. Making, the Panthers making the playoffs, I think, is not as bad as we think. Because it might happen because they got a great defense and Sam Donald's doing some stuff. And they did have without Christian McCaffrey against Dallas. So that could be another reason. And he's supposed to be coming back soon. So I do think that they can make the playoffs. But to win the division against top of uh, top of Bay, at the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and Tom Brady, I just don't see it happening. I don't know. Nah, David, we're doing this. Right. You know what we're gonna do right now, David? What? what? I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule in front of me. You, <laughs> I, I want you to pull up the, the Panthers schedule, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm gonna read to you. Right now, they both have the same record. They're three and one. Correct? Yes. Both teams. Okay. I'm going to read to you the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule, okay? You're going to tell me win or loss, and don't be biased, okay? Okay, okay, okay. And then I'm going to vice versa. I'm going to do it for the Panthers, okay? All right, let's hear it. And we're going to collectively come out with who's going to win the division because he said, he said they have a chance of winning divisions. All right, let, let, let's just go with it. All right, so the first one, David, is the Dolphins. They got the Dolphins. The Tampa Bay win. All right, four and one. The Eagles win. Okay, five and one. The Bears win. Six and one. The Saints win. Seven and one. The Washington uh, win. Eight and one. The Giants. Come on now. Lost. 
Um, David. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Are you being serious right now? I I'm being serious. They're gonna lose to the Giants. Oh my! All right. Oh, we'll just we'll just give it the benefit of the doubt. Eight and two. All right. <laughs> oh my God! That just paid to do. All right, the Colts. The Colts. That's a win. Nine and two. The Falcons. Win. Ten and two. The Bills. Ooh, that might be a loss. I'll take that. Ten and three. I'll take. They should. They should be. Mm. All right, ten and three. The Saints. That's a win. Uh, what is that? Eleven and three. The pa- the Panthers. Mm, that should be a win. It should be. Twelve and three. The Jets. The Jets. That should be a loss. I'm kidding. Oh, oh my okay. god. <laughs> That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Thirteen and three, and it's an end off the season. The Panthers. I think they lose. 13 and 4. Okay? And I'm not going to okay. lie to you. If I'm going to say like 13 and 4, I'm going to say like four, 14 and 3. 13 and 4, 14 and 3, because I don't think the Giants are beating them. But <laughs> what's it called? We'll keep it at 13 and 4, four either 3 or 4 losses. All right? That's what we're going to say the Buccaneers. That's what, that's what me and David are predicting like collectively. All right? Okay. Now, now it's the Panthers time. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. They're 3 and 1. So next game is against the Eagles. That's a win. Okay, so they're four and one. Vikings. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a loss. I'm gonna say it's a no. loss. What? No. Have you seen the Vikings this season? I have, but they just lost to the Browns and they only scored seven points. I know, but that was a. Mm. Uh, all right, fine. We'll say win. We'll say win. Okay, so five and one against the Giants. That's a win. Hold the hold up. Oh. Stop. Stop. If you say wait, no 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 no. No no. If you just say that the Vikings can't beat the Panthers, but the Giants can? No. Fine, Stop. fine. Six and one. Six and one. Next is against the Falcons. That's a win. Seven and one. Patriots. That's a win. Eight and one. Cardinals. That's a L. Eight and two. Washington. Uh ooh. I can see an upset, but I'm going to say win as of right now. Nine and two. Dolphins. That's a win. Wait a minute. They're good. What the heck? <laughs> Ten and two. Falcons. A win. Wait, what is going on right 11 now? Eleven and two. Buffalo Bills. That's an L. Okay, Eleven and three. Buccaneers. That's an L. Eleven and four. Saints. That's a win. Twelve and four. And... Last game of the season, Buccaneers. I don't see them beating Brady. That's another L. I'm sorry. So, 12 and 5. Wow, they still have 12 wins, Eric. The Only thing is, though, no, I would say 11 and 6. I would say 11 and 6. I think they're going to lose to the Vikings. No way. They can't. I, what do you mean they can't? Dude, I know. Listen, listen. Right now, the Vikings are 1 and 3. They're the only 1 and 3 team that I'm looking at. That actually should not be one and three. <coughs> Giant Jets, Jets. No, no, no. Giant. What? <laughs> They're trash. They're so I, got a, I got a bad cough. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Listen, overall, at the end of the day, even if we don't add add in the um the Vikings, um they still don't win the division. That's the main point. They still don't win the division, bro. 
That I, I don't think they're going to win the division. Now, if they take a game from Buc- the Buccaneers, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it all comes down to. Like Mr. Motivation says, if they split, if they split with Buccaneers, then it's a whole different story. But they're not going to, man. They're not going to, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm being real with you right now. It's not going to happen. No, bro. <laughs> but either way, we go. On, we got a couple audio messages to go through. So I'm excited for this, man. Let's go Dude. ahead and go. The first one's from Mr. Motivations. Here we go. He lives next to the general manager. Like, they have a house here in Charlotte. Like, they both live in the Queen City in the same neighborhood. Stop it. It was meant to be. <laughs> oh, gosh. He said it was meant to be, man. Maybe it was meant to be. Maybe it just had to happen, David. Maybe it was, and I'm just too stubborn to realize it. Uh, All right. Let's go ahead and go on the next one. The next one's from Shockwave. Here we go. Here. Since I'm playing catch-up here, I request that I be allowed to pick tonight's game. Give me the Rams with the narrow victory. Any margin, I'm taking the Rams. It's a toss-up. Give me Cooper Cup over 90 yards receiving. Give me Daryl Henderson with four receptions. And um, DK Metcalf, seven or more catches. No, 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 no. That's that's incorrect. He's gonna have Ramsey on him. DK Metcalf under six catches. All okay. right. Hold up. Wait, David. We can't give him yeah. all of those. I don't think Why we not? Can give he's, him... playing, he's playing catch up. He's playing catch up. I know, but I feel like we gotta make it like somewhat like. I know he's making catch up. I, I think we give him the game, right? But we also just give him one, like, of the stats that he picked. So, like, one person. Uh, we... Cooper Cup? Well, that's up to him. I, I'd rather have him, like, Shockwave. Shockwave. Um, go ahead and give us a score, right? Did he give us a score? He said a nail body, but I don't know if he gave us a score. I don't think he gave us a score. He just said, he said, Rams are going to win it by a nail biter. All right. So, Shockwave. Comment back, right? And make sure you do it because if you don't, if you don't comment back, I can't write it down. But like, comment Aww. back. It was, I, I need, I, we need proof, man. We need the proof. We need the proof. But comment back, give me a score, and then give me one person, one person with a statue, okay? And then we'll give you the points for those. But I can't give you two people because I feel like it's a little bit. I, even though he's playing catch up, you know, Mr. Motivation. We gotta get. Bro. Come on, man. Mr. Motivation's been out here. He's been out here. Like I gotta, <laughs> we, we gotta respect that, man. But we will give you a little bit for the catch-up. I, I respect it still. I still respect it. But send that in, Shockwave. Send that, send that in for us. But um, either way, let's go ahead and go on to the, to the next one, which is from Mr. Motivations, yeah? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Well, technically, he'll be a game-time decision, but they say he looked good in practice and thinking about playing on this week. I got him in my fantasy. Hopefully, he plays. If not, I still got Hubbard and another running back. But he's back. Let him eat. We got to eat. Woo! Yes, sir. CMC. Let's go. <laughs> this guy. He's, this guy's excited, man. Imagine he comes back and they lose. Oh, no. I mean, even when Christian McCaffrey comes back, he's not going to get, like, full reps. That is true, but they they, they shouldn't be losing this week, right? Yeah, they should not be losing. If they lose to the Eagles, I'll, I don't want to hear about – I don't want to hear about winning the division. I'm sorry. That is true. I don't want to hear a single word about winning the division, man. 
<laughs> but regardless, regardless, man, we'll see what he does. We'll see what he does. But let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from Shockwave. Here we go. And my last prediction on the Falcons game, Kyle Pitts will have five or more receptions. I believe. I mean, if you want to keep it, if you want to keep it at that, we we could keep it at that, David. Right? We just keep it at that. Yeah. yeah. Falcons, and the only thing is, Kyle Pitts will have what? What do you say? Five or more receptions. Five or more. Five or more receptions. I hope so, Shockwave, because he's on my freaking fantasy team, and he does nothing. I hope not. I hope <laughs> not because you know the Jets are playing him, so we'll, we'll slow him down. Dude, man, this my I I really this is my first year doing fantasy footballs. I usually don't do like fantasy stuff, dude. Now I'm having a terrible experience. <laughs> I'm having a terrible experience, bro. My team is good, but they can't win because every single time I versus someone else, they want they want to like have a, a career a career week and a career and everyone else have career records and it's just oh. Eric, terrible, bro. can I give you? Can I propose you a trade right now? Because we're in the oh, same no. league. Oh, I'll no. give you I'll give you Zach Wilson for Devontae Adams. Don't you do stop it. Stop it. Stop it. stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Get out of here with that disgusting deal. I'll give you know what you can give me Zach Wilson for, for some for some lace some lace chips. How about that? It's not even good enough for Doritos. Are you kidding me? Not even Doritos. Ah! <laughs> oh. Hey man, we don't know. Hey, maybe we'll like lace chips more than Doritos. I'm just saying. All right, I'm sorry. What's your favorite bag of chips? How about that? Uh, I like Fritos. Fritos are cool. That's an interesting choice. That's a very interesting yeah. choice. All right, what's it called? I'll give you a bag of Fritos. Um, family size. Oh, that's even better. All right. Fam- family size it. Fritos for Zach Wilson. I'll take it. All right, but I'm going to text in the group chat. I'm going to be like, David and I just – and there's proof on this episode right here so everyone knows. That David just accepted a trade for a bag of family cheetah. What am I saying? I don't even want Zach Wilson. Stop this. Stop this. <laughs> it's not worth it. No, I'm it's kind of like a win for me because I already got two quarterbacks. So like, you have like eight quarterbacks on your team. Eight quarterbacks. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, David drafted like 80 quarterbacks during draft. I drafted, oh I drafted Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. And what? Josh the Allen. The reason what why the I picked I picked Josh Allen personally, but the reason why the other ones went because apparently I didn't know like when you queue up players, you know, when you queue them up, I didn't know the auto like the auto first, like you know they auto draft. I didn't know the mm-hmm. auto draft automatically goes to the queued, the queued for uh. like that. So apparently my next queued were Justin Herbert, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, and Trevor Lawrence. So I was gone. <laughs> They drafted all four of this card. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, bro, I'm crying. Alright, let's go ahead and go to the next audio message. Here we go. This one's from Mr. Motivations. Here it is. I don't think that they could lose that game against the Bears with a tough, you know, defensive stance, like, you know, another, oh. you know, fourth quarter miss by Tom Brady in 08. Oh. You don't think that the Saints might snag another Stop game it. from them? Playing them so close back to back. Me and my buddy uh, Preston talked about this, and he's a big Buccaneers fan. Um, Eleven and six is a possibility for the Bucks. Um, Twelve and five, 
Um, so it, they have a few games on that schedule where it could go either way. So do we. But, yeah. And, and uh, let's not – Vikings, really? You trust Kirk Cousins over Sam Darnold? No. All right. No, 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 no. See, there's, there's a difference. This is what I mean, right? First, let me address the Bucks situation. The, the, he, what was it? He said the Bears? Stop. Stop it. Like, the, yeah, Bears? the Bears haven't scored any points in like the last 10 years. I mean, they did, win, they did wait. They did win last week. They did. Let's give them the props. They did win last week. Right? right but, they did win. but like the Bears are like almost equivalent to the Jets. Like it's just, no. Like just, just, just stop it right there. And um, the reason I say, I'm not saying like, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than than um than Sam Darnold. I don't like. I I believe as of right now, who's playing better this season? I give it Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold because of the fact that he's winning games, right? But all I'm gonna say is don't sleep on the Vikings because they have. You look at their games, right? They might have. They've been getting beat, right? But they don't play bad. They're a good football team. It's just that they're not. They, they can't win the games. They're not winning. But as I'm. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm seeing something that no, like maybe I'm just like bugging out, and the Vikings are actually trash. But like <laughs> overall, I think the Vikings can give you guys a run for your money. That's all I'm gonna say. Now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. For someone to say the Vikings can beat the Panthers, I don't think it's it's too far fetched. That's what I would say. All right. Yeah, I mean, Vikings are one of the one and three teams that that shouldn't be one and three in a sense. You know. Yeah. That is how that is how I feel about it, man. That's how I feel about it. But um, but but the Bears, I don't know, man. The Bears, they got a lot of work to do. Just say that. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Bears and the Jets are like brother brothers. They're like identical brothers. They literally, <laughs> look, rookie quarterback struggling on every single every single part of the game. Like if Good anything, defense. The Jets, like if anything, the Jets are probably. Are probably like a little bit uh, like a step higher than the Bears as of right now, in my opinion. But I would say it's it's fit. They're basically the same team. They're basically they're basically the same team. Man. But um, without further ado, let's go ahead and go to the next audio message, which is which is Shockwaves. Here we go. Enough. Give me Cooper Cup, ninety plus receptions. I'm mean, ninety plus receiving yards. Give me the Rams. 27, Seahawks, 21. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Rams 27, Seahawks 21, and Cooper Cup over 90 for receiving yards. So, all right. There, there it is, man. Well, we have every, – listen, I got everything written down here. My paper looks like a mess. I'm going to tell you that much, that much. But I got, I got everything written down, man. I got everything written down, so – We'll see what happens. As of right now, I just want to say this much, right? Mr. Motivations is up by three, right? And Shockwave, after on Monday's podcast, will we'll, we'll like reveal his points and everything, right? Because it's his first time going. But Mr. Motivations can get a total of two points. Meanwhile, if you look at Shockwave's predictions, he can get a total of... This one is four... Wait, wait, hold up. One second. Two or more... Who's this? Oh, all right, yeah. He can get a total of... Four in one game, right? Let me look at the, the Rams versus the Seahawks tonight. You can get a total of three, right? And then in the Falcons game, you can get you can get one. So you do all that math together, you get eight points. He could possibly have eight points 
and take the lead over Sean, see what over, happens. Over, over Mr. Motivations. But, hey, man, that's why you guys got to see what happens, man. You guys got to see what happens. But um, Yeah, the, the prediction games are a little tricky sometimes because it doesn't matter how much you can predict because you can still get zero. So... They listen. That's perfectly said right there, man. Perfectly said. But um, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, man. You, this is the one. It's from Mr. Motivations. Yeah, here we go. Somebody in my lead, and I think it was Shockwave. Now that I think about it, try to trade me. D, D uh, they try to trade me DJ Moore for Derrick Henry straight up. Like what? Like, what are you thinking? Like what? <laughs> wait. So wait. DJ Moore for Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's not a no. Don't do that. That's not. I would take that trade. What? No, if I was getting Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, that. obviously. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. I think he has Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I think. The way you said it, at least, I mean, it made it sound like you had Derrick Henry instead of having DJ Moore. But. Yeah, no, I would never even DJ Moore is good. Don't get me wrong, DJ Moore is a great, a great um player to have in your fantasy team. Um, but no, yeah, no, I'm not Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's on fire right now. He's crazy. So he's a over, he's a monster, man. He's just, he might he literally might go back to back offensive player of the year. I wouldn't put it past it. That's crazy thing, man. Crazy, just different type of monster. But um, let's go ahead. And play the next audio message, which is also from Mr. Motivation, man. Here we go. Are what your record says you are. You are what your record says you are. Not, nece- not necessarily. I don't Giants agree with that. Are, Giants are much better than what they look at. They're one and three, but they should be two and two. All right. What? All right. They should have uh, been Washington. Come on. No, no. Oh, wait. Yes, they actually, they actually should have been Washington. Mm-hmm. They should have been Washington. That is true. But I will say this much. Um, I don't think you can say that, to be honest, because what do you, how do you explain that? Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, they're, they're, they're two and two. You, that's your baby goat right there, too. <laughs> that's your, if you really want to take it there. And, and you're saying that you, you are what your record says you are with the Kansas City. And you're saying that the Kansas City Chiefs are a mediocre team. That's all I'm going to say, man. That's all I'm going to say on that part. But, listen, anyway, that was a good little prediction section right there. And also, yes. um, make sure, like, the great debate, I guess you could say. But, David, I think it's yes. time to move on to our next segment. What do you say? I say we do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to our next segment called Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. And it's very, very simple, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, me and Eric, we give topics back and forth to each other. And uh, we state whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. Very, very simple. And Eric, I believe, who, do, who, who goes first? Me or you? You know, usually you go first, but since I'm looking at the time and everything, and we actually have time, that we have like a good, decent amount of time to talk about this stuff. And I do have topics, man. I actually do have some big deals, not big deals. So do you nice. mind if I go first? Yeah, of course. All right, man, here we go. So the first one I have is a little bit of NBA, right? So big deal, not big deal, David. Um, Paul Gasol has officially retired from the um, from basketball or the NBA, and the Lakers will retire his number sixteen jersey. Big deal, not a big deal. Uh, like I, I kind of want to say not a big deal, but I, I know it's a big deal 
the reason why I would say it's not a big deal is because I thought he retired already. Oh, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been in the NBA league since like 2017, 18, I believe, or 16. But like, but I'm gonna have to say a big deal because you know, anytime someone retires, especially Paul Gasol, and for the Lakers organization, it's definitely an honor to have your jersey hung up and uh, to just, just to be recognized as one of the great players. On and in the NBA and also in the Lakers organization, so big deal. This guy, this guy said, I, I already thought he was retired. That's I thought tough. he was. I thought he so was. Tough, man. Uh, well, I would say big too, big deal too, man. I would say big deal too because like to get your jersey retired in 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 a organization like the Lakers, it's a very, very, very good accomplishment right there, man. So congratulations to Paul Gasol on a great career, and yeah, big deal. Yep, well said. So, it's my turn? Yes, sir. All right. Big deal or not a big deal, Eric? Guess what happened? Guess what happened yesterday and on Tuesday? What happened, David? Tell me what happened. We had the MLB wildcard game. Oh, no. And, uh, no, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> no. And uh, no. the Yankees no. the Yankees, the Yankees, lost. Oh, my God. Against the Red Sox, 6-2. to two. And uh, big deal or not a big deal, Yankees getting eliminated first round in the wild card. No, no, we need to change the name of this of this topic of this segment to from big deal, not big deal to big deal, not big deal, or pain. That's what we need. To, <laughs> that's what we need to change it to because that's just oh my gosh, what? Baseball's it's so annoying because baseball's such a long season. And, like, to get that close and just, like, yep, no playoffs. It's like, oh, my gosh, bro. Oh, uh, big deal for the for – the, for, for, I, don't, I don't even want to say their name. Big deal for Boston. Whatever. I don't even yeah. care. I'm just as mad as you are, trust me. But but do you think – real quick, do you think this game would have been differently if the Yankees got home field advantage? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, right? Okay. 100%. 100%. But, like – over, I, mean, I feel like like that. I feel like that honestly goes in like any sport. Like just like really quick. Like just say that. Like any sport that you have home home field advantage, home or home court in like basketball sense. Um, it's it's you already have an extra player on the court or the field, wherever you or the, yeah. Like you know what I mean. So yeah. definitely, definitely would have mattered. But Boston got away with one. Let's just say that it was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately. They only needed to win that one game, so we can't really prove ourselves until next season. But we will improve. But um, another one about the wild card because it's happened. It happened yesterday. St. Louis Cardinals have lost to the L.A. Dodgers off of a walk-off home run by Taylor, Chris Taylor. Big deal or not a big deal? Uh, that's a big deal because I, I um, saw the walk-off home run. Oh, my gosh. That feeling must be insane. Uh-huh. You know? Like – Wild card game. You guys need this in order to win the game, and dude just steps up and does the business. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Does, does the business, but absolutely insane. And uh, congratulations to the Dodgers, man. Of course. But real quick, before we move on to yours, I uh, I want you to do a little. I'm gonna say I'm gonna read you the schedule of the remaining playoff teams, and I want you to tell me who's gonna come out of that series and who's gonna win. Who's your favorites to win the World Series? So. Uh, today, 
we had the White Sox versus the Astros. The Astros beat the White Sox 6-1. to one. And at the moment, we got the Tampa Bays versus the Boston Red Sox. And they are currently 0-0, bottom of the first. So based off of the White Sox uh, series, who's going to come out of that? White Sox or the Astros? Oh, my gosh. Um, in my opinion, White Sox or Astros? It's, I don't, I, this is close. I'm going to say, say Houston. I think Houston's going to come out of it on top. I think it's going to be close, to be honest with you. Okay, so Houston's coming out on top. Boston versus Tampa Bay. Who you got advancing? Tampa Bay. I, hey. I love it. I love it. Bias, Lee. Bi- full bias. <laughs> I don't care. Get out of here. Now, Atlanta Braves versus Brewers. Who's going? Uh, oh my. Mm. Again, this is kind of a catch-22 in my opinion. I'll go with the Brewers. I'll go with the Brewers. Yeah, I'll go with the Brewers. All yeah. Right. Okay. I can see that. And last one of this of this round, we got the L.A. Dodgers versus the best record in baseball, San Francisco Giants. Who do you got? That, that's so unlucky for them. That's actually so I unlucky know. for them, man. That shouldn't – oh, my gosh. That's so unlucky. I'm not – even though, like – I'm like a fake Padres fan, so like I technically I really shouldn't be rooting for the Dodgers, or like I shouldn't even pick this game to be honest, realistically. But um, either way, um, I'm gonna. Oh, it sucks because like if you look at their regular season record too, not only are they the best team like in they're like they're versus the best team in in the league, but you could argue that they're the second best team in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. So like that's just like. This is basically the world, not the World Series, but you know what I mean. Like two of the best squaring yeah. off. I'm gonna go ahead and say the um. Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and say the Giants. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Giants. They're having wow. too, too much of a good, too much of a good season to like just leave it all now, you know. All right. Yeah. So you got Astros advancing. You got the Brewers advancing. You got Tampa Bay, and you got the Giants advancing. So we'll see what happens. I'm definitely watching that LA Dodgers game and the Giants game. So that's gonna be very yeah. fun to watch. We'll I, will say, I will say this much though. Overall, the person that I picked to win the World Series is coming out of that of, the, of that round. Like I'll go, agree with that. I, I'll go with the favorite every single. Day. I, I'm gonna go in this case, this year specifically. I'm gonna go with the favorite, and that that's gonna be either either the Giants or the Dodgers, in my opinion. And I'm gonna go with the Giants. And I think the Giants are gonna make it out, and then they'll probably win the World Series, in my opinion. But what do you think? Who would you pick to win the World Series this year? Oh, one second. David's reconnecting, ladies and gentlemen. Hold up. We as we wait for. Oh, oh there he is. Back, back. Um, All right. Who, who do I pick to win the World Series? You said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said. Basically, coming out of that matchup, we got Dodgers and the Giants. Basically, whoever wins that is most likely going to be my favorite. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I gotta go, LA Dodgers. I feel like they got too much of a good team. Ooh. Too much of a good team. Lose it all. Oh, so oh, okay. So you got the Dodgers winning. Okay, I respect it. Yeah, I respect it, man. I respect it. All right. Well, that there's that right there. A little, little bit of MLB predictions for us right there. But um, David, we do have an audio message that I would that I would like to play really quick. Do you mind if I play that? Let's do it. Oh, okay, there it is. All right. Here is Mr. Motivations. Rio. 
They don't have a defense. They don't have a defense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes can only do but so much. Pat, you know, Brady was so good because so many years he had a good, consistent defense, thanks to Bill Belichick. So, of course, they are what they record says they are. The Chargers are better than the Chiefs right here, right now. Yes, the Chargers are better than the Chiefs. The Chargers are, bounce, are, are on their way to winning this division if the Patrick Mahomes cannot overcome this defense. The Chargers look good. The Chargers could be a Super Bowl team. The Raiders, uh, I don't know. That three and one. I mean, we're three and one. They're one of those three and one teams where it's like, eh, we don't know. But they did beat your Baltimore Ravens. So oh, come right, on, man. Right. You are what you say. You are what the record says you are. All right. All right. Okay. I see how it is. Okay. All right. I get it. I mean, I mean, all right. You know what? I ain't gonna say it. Ooh. I hate saying Oh my gosh. Sid. Sid is in my nightmares. Oh, that's great. That's that's nice. that's a little bro. That's a little blow, Mister Motivation. But I love it. That's awesome. Um, listen, all I'm gonna say is, ah, uh, no, I'm not even gonna say anything. This just this is. I'm gonna go with the next big deal. Not a big deal. The Raiders stink. <laughs> I literally despise the Raiders. Hey, yeah. All right, let's go on to my next one, man. I got another one for you. Um, this is another NBA big deal, not a big deal. So here it is. The Suns are hesitant to give DeAndre Ayton a max contract. Big deal, not a big deal. Uh, that's a big deal. The only reason why I say it's a big deal is because if you're not going to give your your center of the team, or who improved a lot last season, DeAndre Ayton a max contract, it's kind of like he played he played his butt off last season, played very good, and he's going to get considered and get get money to be paid for that to get to get paid for the position he's playing and i think that the 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 phoenix suns they have to act better they got to step in front of it and they got to tackle it in front like they got to get him on the team as soon as possible they got him to sign they have to have him sign that contract and overall they'll be a much better team and they'll they'll succeed from it now i can see why they're a little skeptical about it because basically when you look at it deandre aiden basically his best year was last year so it can either be looked at as DeAndre Aiden's only going up from here, or maybe like his first three years he didn't do anything, and now all of a sudden his last year he does something. So now I have to give him a max contract for just doing well one year. I can kind of see that point, but if he, which I believe he will continue to grow after last season, and if he does, then you got to give him that max contract. Yeah, I I'm gonna say the big deal as well. I think. In this situation, right, I think he needs a max, right? And the reason I say that is because if you look around the league, right, you look at all these – his his draft class is getting a lot of – like there's a lot of people that are getting maxes now. You look at Trey Young, you look at Luka Doncic, and one specifically that we actually never really talked about that I really disagree with, right? And Michael Porter Jr., okay? Michael Porter yeah. Jr. got the max contract. If Michael Porter Jr. is getting a max contract, DeAndre Aiden needs a max contract. I'm going to say that right now. Okay? So, in order, and I personally think if the Suns want to keep DeAndre Aiden, right, they need to give him the max contract. Now, but also, you have this, this other little factor, right? I feel like that we, we're, we're going to see what type of player DeAndre Aiden is, right? Because he's in a very good position right now. So, technically speaking, 
he could just take a little bit of a pay a pay a pay cut, right? He doesn't need the max, but maybe something a little bit, a little bit smaller. Not to, not not like way lower. You know what I mean? But maybe something that's not max, but just like right on kind of like John Collins money. You know what I mean? Okay. So like kinda of like kinda of like a little bit under the max, but not fully the max, right? And and just stay with the team. Because he's in a very good position right now. You can learn a lot from CP3, playing with a great player like Devin Booker. You know, you got a very solid team. Just made it to the just made it to the finals. Obviously lost unfortunately. But they probably realistically they probably ain't gonna make it back, right? But say if he wants the max and he goes somewhere else, right? There's only select few teams that can offer him the max. We have to think about that. There's only select few teams that can offer him the max. And those select few teams are not making it to the finals. So we're gonna really see what type of player DeAndre Aiden is in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good point, too. It's kind of like he has to stay with Phoenix because that's, like, the safest option for him winning games and improving overall with CP3 and many other players, so. Now, I I will respect it, though. Like, say if he was to go somewhere to get his money, I respect it. You know, you got you got you, you do what you do what you want. You know, I wouldn't respect – I wouldn't, like, respect him any less than I do now, you know. So my, my, my opinion would never change on him if he chose to do that as well. But, hey, man, it's his, decision. it's his decision and the organization's decision at the end of the day. So we'll see what happens. We will definitely see what happens. But we both agree that it is a big deal. Yeah. So let's move on to my big deal, not a big deal. Eric, big deal, not a big deal. Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight this Saturday. Big deal, Oof. not a big deal. What do you think? Oh, that's a big deal, my friend. That's a big deal. Big fight coming up, the rematch, right? The rematch, and the trilogy. This is oh yeah, my bad. The tril the trilogy as a whole. But listen, ah, uh, this is a big deal. I'm just gonna go straight to it. Who I got winning the fight? I want. I don't know who I want. I don't. I, I like both of them. I don't dislike any of them. Okay, I like Tyson Fury. I like Deontay Wilder. Right. But yes. I feel as if Ty- the way the way Tyson Fury carries himself makes me laugh. Cause he just like <laughs> he's just straight to the point, like no questions asked. He's like, I'm gonna knock you out. Alright, let's keep it going. You know what I mean? Like I love it. It's kinda comedic in a way, right? There was a video yeah. that I watched. Deontay Wilder had like this like crazy like camera setup and stuff and like made it all like movie like and he was like I'm um, like so I kinda like try like try like strike strike fear to him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Very, very dramatic, right? And it was cool. It was like, I, it, it was good, right? And Tyson Fury had a video. He goes, I'm just going to knock his A out. How about that? How about that? Like, he just, he just, <laughs> he just didn't care. Like, he's like, you can do all those, like, little, like, movie things. I'm just going to knock you out, all right? All right, cool. Yeah, but pretty much. for you, me, you can, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I'm saying, no, like, you go. basically, DeAndre 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 Wilder was basically like like what you said cinematic like he's like well you know tomorrow uh, Saturday night you're gonna be you're gonna be two, seeing two things your face on the ground and you looking up and seeing me after I knock you out and then also you see Tyson Fury he's like I'm just gonna knock him out <laughs> that's basically what he said he's like, I'm not gonna do some some like some trash talking that automatically leads to the point I'm just gonna get straight to the point and say I'm gonna knock him out that's awesome but, love it man. 
Can't, can't be any better than that, bro. Can't be any better than that. But um, listen. Who do you got? Who do you got? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even. Want to, it's like flipping a coin. It's like. Uh. Wait. All right. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. This is the trilogy, right? So let's let's trilogy. run through the last the last the last two fights, right? Give me give me yes. give me give me the stats. Not the stats, but you know what I mean. Like give me the last things on the on the last two fights, just so everyone okay, knows. Okay. So the first fight it ended with the draw. Yeah. Split decision draw. And, and uh, so basically, Wilder won uh, 115 to 111 by the one one judge, and then Fury won the other one, 114 to 112 by the other judge, and then the last judge called it a draw with 113 to 113. So yeah. they they had a split decision draw. So that basically ended up with nothing. So then they had the second match, and then Tyson Fury knocked him out. I forgot what the round was, but he knocked out Deontay Deontay Wilder. And now we got the third one. I think it was the sixth round. I could be mistaken, but and then now you got the trilogy coming up. Can Deontay Wilder take that game back, or can he, he has Tyson to. Fury just dominate? He has he to. He has to, bro. He has to take it back. He has to take it back. No, realistically, um, no, not realistically. I feel like I'm like belittling the next person that I'm gonna say it's not gonna win. But I'm I'm gonna. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm wrong. Oh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it. Deontay Wilder. I think he's gonna win. What? Really? I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win. You think Deontay Wilder is gonna win? Yeah, I, I know. See, like it's weird. I think Tyson Fury, like I think he's, he's just so straight to the point. He makes you believe that he's gonna win. But I'm gonna go Deontay Wilder, man. It's like it's like kind of like Deontay Wilder has to win because he's already like he's already down one. So, exactly. Like, win. But it's not even just a win. So he gets reputation. It's, it's for him to win, so he can get another fight with Tyson Fury. You know what that means? Equals more money. So that's like also on the mind as well. But I got, I think Tyson Fury is gonna end him. He's gonna end him after the last fight. I just saw it so much better from Tyson Fury. I'm gonna have to go Tyson Fury. Nah, Deontay, bro. He's gonna <laughs> win. Deontay's gonna win, and then they're gonna go in for the for the last. The, it's gonna be like the last one. Like, what would you call four? Since like it's a trilogy, what would you call uh, the fourth one? Uh, this, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> the fourth <laughs> fight. Let's go with that. The fourth fight. How about the quad, that? The quad. The quadruply. The quadruply. The quadruply. Listen, that one is going to be it. That one's going to be the main. That that one's going to be the the fight that everybody watches. If they haven't drawn in everyone with the first three. That one's gonna be the best one, but after Deontay beats him, I don't now, know, man. It's now be I, will, I will say this much: I think Deontay's gonna beat De, De, Deontay Wilder's gonna beat him. I think he's gonna beat him by decision, though. Oh, That's you think you think he's gonna go to decision? Okay, I think he's gonna go all the way, and then he's gonna win by decision. I don't think he's gonna knock out Tyson Fury. I don't think there's any knocking out of Tyson Fury. You know, like, at least not right now. Yeah, but okay. How do you think it's going to end, then? How do you think it's going to end? I think it might end with another knockout by Tyson Fury. Because I, I, uh-huh. I do think if it, go, if it goes to decision, then there's a good chance that Wilder was in the fight. And he might come out with the victory. But I don't think, I don't think Tyson Fury is going to let it go into decision. So that's why What round? What round? Uh, it's going to be later. I'm thinking eighth round. Oh, wow. Eight knockouts in the eighth round? Nah, if it goes that far, beyond the... If it goes that far, it's going to decision. That's <laughs> what I think. 
But real quick, their records, real quick. You got Deontay Wilder, who's 42 wins, one, one loss, and one tie. And then you got Tyson Fury, who is undefeated with 30 wins, zero losses, and one tie. So it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, you already know he's about to lose that undefeated streak. You already know it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but either way, we move on to the next um, big deal, not big deal. Do you mind if I move, actually, do you mind if I move on to my next one, or do you still have anything to say about that one? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, okay. All right, the next one I got is, it's, wait, let me clear my throat really quick. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, my, my throat was acting up. But, no worries. Um, it's, uh, it's basketball, but it's not, it's like, you, you, you understand what I want to say, right? So, Stephen A. Smith, a very known sports analyst, you know, oh, some people like, like, like I, just, I just want to say, some people like him, some people don't. You hear, you hear the tone of David's voice, you can already tell. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, but Stephen A. Smith, I think David, I think you're going crazy, David. I think your eyes are gonna go crazy. <laughs> um, Stephen A. Smith believes and says that Zion Williamson is better than Anthony Davis. Big deal, not big deal. Do, do I even have to answer that? Do I even have to answer that? That, <laughs> that is not a big deal. I am so sorry, but that is not a big deal because do you think do you think they have a script? Do you think Stephen A has a script and then he has to say certain things? I just don't I just don't agree with it. He says that Zion Williamson is better than Anthony Davis. Hold up. Did, Anthony, did Zion Williamson win Defensive Player of the Years? Did he win the amount of awards that Anthony Davis has? Or had the amount of experience that Anthony Davis has. Now, I will be, I will, I will be frank with you. Does Zion Williamson have a brighter future than Anthony Davis? He might, will. He might have, but he's only in his second year, third year, I believe. Was it the three or second? This is second this year. would this would be his third. No, this is be well. Third technically, year. it's it's technically it's his second year playing, but like the first his, his rookie year, he barely played. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But we'll just count third year. So this, this is going into his third year. Does Zion Williamson, I think, has a high ceiling, and I think he will be great. But he's talking about at the moment. I'm sorry, Stephen A. I just don't agree with that. I still think Anthony Davis, based off the accolades, based off of the all-star appearances, he has much better resume than Zion Williamson at the moment. So I got to go Anthony Davis, but not a big deal. See, okay, but we got to talk about this a little bit because y'all know I am a Zion fan. Zion one of my favorite players in the league, you know? Yes, yes. What's it called? Um... And I won't say this much, okay? In the sense, if we're talking, if you're putting it in like a resume aspect, then yes, obviously Anthony Davis would be better, would be better than than Zion Williamson. That's because he has like how many years in him? I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like he has way more years on on Zion. But right, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Anthony Davis is not better than Zion. Okay, currently right now in the league. I believe Anthony did, like if we if we compare their seasons of last year, technically by stats, Zion had a better season. Okay, but I think Anthony Davis is a better player. Okay, as of right now, but I part of me thinks in the future, Zion may, Zion will be better than Anthony Davis. I will say that. I will say that. That, was that could happen. Guy. But 
as of right now, I think it's a little bit far fetched to say that Zion is is better than Anthony Davis. Zion can can barely shoot the three point shot. You know what I mean? Like he can shoot it, but not like not as well as Anthony Davis. At least I don't think so. And Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis as Anthony Davis at his best is a problem. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I, like Anthony Davis at his best is like top five player in the league in my opinion. But yeah, in in like and Zion has best right now. Technically, the only best that we've seen is last season. So te- and he's not a top five, top five player in the league when he's at his best yet. But there's a lot he's improving. He's gonna get better and better and better. So as of right now, yeah, I would agree with you. I'd say I have to say Anthony Davis. Yeah, because what I took from that that statement by Stephen A. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I took from the statement is that he means right now, correct? And not, yeah, he means right now. So, as of right now, you obviously got to go Anthony Davis. In the future, I'm not ruling out that Zion might be better than Anthony Davis. He might, he might will. He might, that doesn't make sense. He might, he probably will be. But as of right now, Anthony Davis is better than Zion Williamson. Now, I can say this, though. I can, un- I can somewhat see where he's coming from, though, because technically speaking, if you look at last year's stats, all you have from Anthony Davis is injuries and a couple of, like, decent games. But if you look at Zion's stats, it's a great season. You know what I mean? It's a, and, and he made the All-Star game as well. So it's like, I can understand, like, where he's coming from in the sense saying that, like, as of right now, Zion is better than Anthony Davis. But when this season, when, by the time that this season ends, hope with, with Anthony Davis not be, hopefully not being injured, Anthony Davis will be better than Zion. You know what I mean? Yeah. But overall, I don't. I think it's too far fetched to say that he's better than Anthony Davis, regardless. But that that's my big deal, not a big deal, man. I'm gonna throw it back over to you. Actually, how many more do you have left? I got, I got at least two more. I think two more. All right, so just go ahead and do yours. Go ahead and do yours. Okay. Uh, big deal. Big deal. Not a big deal. Your favorite baseball team, the Padres, have fired their head coach, Jace Tingler. Hey, hey, listen, 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 listen. They're not my favorite. They're not my favorite. They're not my favorite. You know what I mean? They, they, they're very close, but like, um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal firing the head coach. Um, uh, I don't. If I'm being, I, I have to be completely honest. I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't know how I feel about it. But um. They, they hopefully brings better better for us in the future. Yeah, and I, like I said, we will make the playoffs next year because we're the freaking Padres, and no one else can say that but us. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even I didn't name my FIFA ultimate team that. That's why I need to name the Padres. Stop. I didn't name. It's the Padres. Oh, oh thank you, David. Thank you. <laughs> Padre FC or FC Padre. Which one's better? A Padre FC. Padre FC. I love it. Get in. All right. Either way, there's, there's my big deal, not big deal. Basically, I turned that into, into FIFA Ultimate Team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Go I mean, ahead. We, we, we can turn it into FIFA because my next one is actually about soccer. So, oh. big deal or not a big deal. France versus Spain, UEFA Nations League final. Who do you got and whether is that a big deal or not a big deal? That's not. You know, you know I'm going to be honest with you. That's not even a big deal. France three nothing. Just stop it. That's not even a final. Oh, that's a fake final. That's a, that's a <laughs> fake one. I, I'm, I I don't think Spain are, Spain. No, bro. Stop it. Like, 
if France don't beat them like eight nothing, I I'm not like I don't, something's wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no. I don't. I think it's gonna be a blowout. I think it'll be a blowout. I think Spain. Oh, I don't like the way Spain plays. <laughs> like all right, Eric. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be a blowout. I, if Italy was there, I I I'd be I'd be like a little bit concerned. But you know, my Pogba, Mbappe. And Bobby's gonna eat the defenders for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, stop. I, I think you. I think you gotta watch out because you know, Spain did beat Italy, the European champions. So I know, but we gotta like, look uh, at that. We gotta look at that. Uh, but, Italy, Italy, yeah, they're the European champions. But we like we said before, France should have won the France should have won the Euros too. So like, this is just gonna they gotta spank them. And, and real quick, I think this goes to prove our other point about like. France and how they should win these games. Like, you know, in that debate topic we talked about? But yeah. I just think if they don't beat Spain, it's like, come on, France. Like, you have such great talent, and it just goes to prove that you can't finish in the in the high-pressure games, which ultimately doesn't make me confident in choosing you as a favorite. Well, yeah. That, exactly. I agree, man. It's like, I, I well... I'm still gonna pick them as a favorite because I'm still like a yeah, friend type of fan. But like, um, ah, uh, I just don't. I'm not, not interested. Like, I'm not interested in that. I, I'm interested in, in seeing France lift the front, lift, lift the cup for the, for the Nations League. <laughs> that's it. Like, Spain is not yeah. winning that. There's no way if Spain win that, everyone better be put on notice because that Spanish team is not old. Okay, let me put that out, out there right now. That Spanish team is is a very young and talented squad. They have a couple like like old heads on it but that Spanish team is very young so if they manage to win that game oh my goodness they they, that's that's scary that's literally scary because they're only going to get better so it's like how are they winning yeah I know but but that's that's all I got what overall not a big deal right yeah I would say not a big deal France 3-0 yeah I agree I agree with you too but that's all I got Eric and I think we can move on to our next segment what do you think yeah, man, let's get to our last segment, man. Introduce it, man. Let's go. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, this is the most exciting one, and it happens once a week, and this is why we call it the go to the week because it happens once a week. And uh, basically, uh, the rules, it's not really no rules because, you know, me and, Eric, me and Eric, we look over the games that happen on Thursday, on Sunday, and on Monday, and basically we look at the best players on each team, and uh, we factor in the rushing yards, the receiving uh, everything, the the touchdowns, anything you can think of, their fumbles, anything you can think of, we we come over, we make a, a great opinion, overall opinion on who we think is the goat of the week. And not to confuse anyone, the goat of the week does not mean the greatest player of all time. It just means, basically, it's a fun little version, fun little spinoff of the best player of the week, but we call it the goat of the week. Indeed, bro, indeed. Well said, David. Well, Well explained. And I'm excited, man. I think I go first this week, right? I think you do. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I was going to say this week, ladies and gentlemen, I thought it was a very – me and David talked – we always talk beforehand, but we never tell each other, like, who we pick and stuff. But I thought it was a very hard decision this week. And David thought it was um fairly, like – you know, it was a little difficult, but, like, not too difficult, he said. So It wasn't the worst. Did you say that? I think it was the worst this week. Out of all of them that we've done, I think it was the worst. But, right, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. The floor is yours. All right, man. Well, 
ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna go ahead and go through my album mentions. We we do like a top ten in a sense, but um the album mentions are just five people that didn't make the top five. The top five is like the real the real deal. I'm not gonna go over the the album mentions stats, right? I'm only gonna go over the top five stats, okay? But um in my album mentions, I have the Dallas Cowboy Ezekiel Elliott. I have the Falcon Matt Ryan. I have the Tennessee Titan Derek Henry. Then I have from the Cincinnati Bengals Joe Burrow. And then at the final spot in honor mentions, we have from the Chargers Justin Herbert. Congratulations to those people. Unfortunately, it could not make the top five, but it was very close, extremely close. So congratulations to them. Moving on to the number five position, ladies and gentlemen. I have a quarterback, and that quarterback plays for Washington Football Club. That quarterback is Taylor Heineke, man. David's nightmare. His fam- his favorite person, Taylor Heineke. Um, Taylor Heineke went 22 for 33 this, this week, um, and he had 290 yards and three touchdowns in the win against the Atlanta Falcons. Absolutely great numbers for him. He also had 43 rushing yards, which is also pretty good as well. Basically leading his team to victory, amazing, amazing W for them. And that's that on his status. But in the next one, in the number four position, we move on to number four position. All right, here we go. So in the number four position, I also have a wide receiver now. You know, we got to get the, we got to get the mix. We mix it up a little bit over here, but we get the wide receiver and that wide receiver also plays for Washington football club. Shout out to Washington football club. They had a really good, they had a really good week this week, man. And that wide receiver is no other than Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin had another insane week in my opinion as well. Unfortunately, again, he's on my fantasy team, but somehow I lost somehow with these stats that you're about to hear, but Terry McLaurin had, um, he had 13, tar- 13 targets and six receptions, and he had 123 yards with two touchdowns, averaging 20 yards per, ca- oh my gosh, man, you can't make this stuff up, he's absolutely insane, a great game for Terry McLaur- McLaurin, man, absolutely amazing, you are my number four, but now we move on to number three, now ladies and gentlemen, for anyone that's been around a lot long enough, you do know that it's very hard for, for me, right? It's very hard for someone that loses their game to get into the top five, let alone be like goal of the week, right? I think I've only had one situation where one person was a loser and one goal of the week, and that was Damian Lillard for, for um basketball, right? This one right here, ladies and gentlemen, I had to put this guy in the, in, in the, in the number three position, right? Um, unfortunately, could not get the top the, the, the goal of the week because it, there was other people that actually did outperform him, shockingly, after I tell you his stats. But this one person is a wide receiver. And that wide receiver is from the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, my gosh. Debo Samuel, you dangerous, dangerous man. Bro, in the loss against Seattle Seahawks, unfortunately, they lost his game. Debo Samuel had... He had 13 targets, eight receptions, 156 yards for two touchdowns, averaging 19.5, averaging 19.5 yards. What? Are you kidding me? 
Yo, they should have uh, – Debo Samuel was different gravy, bro. Straight up like that. Crazy game for him. Um, unfortunately, I do take the L, but you do get your credit, and you get credit where – you deserve credit where credit's due, and you get the number three position. But now we move on to the number two position. And ladies and gentlemen, this number two position was very close to being my goal of the week, right? Also very close to being the first ever – Two-time goal of the week, might I say. That might give you a little hint on who it is. But this man's a quarterback. He's from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mr. Motivation knows him as his baby goat, you know. Um, Patrick Mahomes had a great week this week, right? Despite this, despite throwing one interception, right? I looked past the one interception. He went 24 for 30. That's 80%, ladies and gentlemen. 80% as a quarterback, right? 278 yards and five touchdowns. What are you doing, bro? What? Again, it just makes you, it makes your your mind just go crazy. It's like absolutely insane offensive game for Patrick Mahomes. Also, he had um 26 rushing yards to go along with it, which is which is good as well. Um, no, just the only turnover he had was the was the interception, but no fumbles or anything like that. So for that, Patrick Mahomes, you are. My number two, but my number one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I personally think I'm excited to hear David's because I personally think that it just can't. It, this just can't go to anybody else. It has to be this one guy. It literally has to be. If it's not, it's robbery. David, you hear me? It's robbery if it's not this guy. But <laughs> I'll tell you, it has to be. It literally has to be. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this man I have right here is a wide receiver. Okay. And he's a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, ladies and gentlemen. My GOAT of the week is... No other than Tyreek Hill, the cheetah from the Kansas City Chiefs. Let me read you these stats, man. Let me read you these stats. 12 targets. 11 receptions, 186 yards, and three touchdowns. What the? What? Like, bro, he as the Philadelphia Eagles were having a migraine trying to figure out how to guard this dude. Are you kidding? Like, this is insane stats from him. I couldn't look past this. Man, Tyreek Hill, congratulations. You are, on the first, for the first time, on Easy E's Goat of the Week. You are my goal of the week. Congratulations, Tyreek Hill. There it is, man. Wow. 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 What? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Uh, I agree with some of you. However, we I can assure you that we did not agree back-to-back. So. What? Oh, all right, all right. Let me... You will find out, and I'm going to go through it right now. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, I do have honorable mentions. These guys did not make the top five of the go to the week. But, however, they did do well enough, and I have to recognize that. And those guys are Matt Ryan, Ezekiel Elliott, Trevon Diggs with two interceptions, uh, Austin Eckler, and Daniel Jones. Those guys are in my honorable mentions. They did not make the top five, but they got mentioned. And now let's get into my top five. And at number five, I have... The guy who versus the Jets, the scary man, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had 
rushed for 33 times for 157 yards, 4.8 yards per carry, and one touchdown, and he also had two receptions for 20 yards. He just absolutely insane, really good against the Jets' defense, who did really well as well. But Derrick Henry is a force to be reckoned with, and he cannot be stopped. He's a wrecking ball. Let's just face it. But I will say something real quick, and Eric, if you can unmute yourself, so I, I, I want your opinion. You don't mind. I'm, uh, I'm living. I'm living yeah, right now. Der- listen, listen. Dude. I'm going to give you a step. Derrick Henry has 510 rushing yards in only four games, or five games. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold what? up. Wait, what? first what? of all, you can have Derrick Henry in the five, even though the 500 yards doesn't matter because we're talking about right now, but you can have him, right? I don't really care. He, he had a great, a great week. Daniel Jones! <laughs> in the t- oh, my. No. 400, no. 400, 402 passing yards? Come no, on. I don't care. There was other Come people on. that had a better game. Come on. Come on. 28 for 40. One interception. Stop this. Oh. Come on. Oh, you. All right. I just want to hear the rest. Just know who you robbed. I just want to know. I just want to know. Oh, my gosh. Daniel Jones. Oh, my God. No, I did not rob anyone. I did not rob anyone. But real quick, uh, congratulations, Derek Henry. You are number five. However, you cannot be higher than that because you'll see the other people's stats. And um, real. And also, wait, and, and number four, I got Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. This guy did insane. Wait, David, you're reconnecting. David, you are reconnecting. I don't know if you keep this. I don't know if you hear me or not, but you are reconnecting right now. So just wait. All I heard was Cordell Patterson. Oh, you're back. Hello? Oh, wait, no, he's gone. He's back. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about all right. that. All, all I heard was Cordell Patterson. Yes, Cordell Patterson. He is listed as wide receiver, but however, he's also a running back as well. Very tricky up there, but he has that number four. And the reason, and you'll understand why, Cordell Patterson had an insane game. Even though they lost, he had an insane game. He rushed for six times for 34 yards, 5.67 yards per carry. You're probably like, okay, whatever. But this is when it starts getting a little little, a little different. He had five receptions for 82 yards, 16 yards per, uh, per catch. And you're like, okay, whatever. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. A guy by himself. He's been doing this consistently, and he's just doing amazing, amazing stuff for this Atlanta Falcons team. However, they could not win against the Washington football team, but he just had to get recognized. And congratulations, Cordell Patterson. You are my number four. Now, let's move on to number three. And this guy, he was uh, a force to be reckoned with for this 49ers team. And you guys already know where I'm going with this. It is Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel had an insane game, and you got to give him credit for that. Uh, he just, just one of the biggest factors for the San Francisco 49ers team, and he's got to get, he's got to get recognized for it as always. But uh, Eric, Eric, hey, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the stats for him because I. I I don't have him in front of me at the moment. I'm losing connection at the moment. So, oh, right, you want Debo Samuel stats? Yes, please. Oh, let me just pull it right back up. Um, he had an insane week. Oh my gosh! All right, um, Debo Samuel, 156 yards, two touchdowns, and also just to get you the reset, he had eight receptions, I believe, for 13 targets. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate. It. 
No problem, no problem. Off of that, that's why he's number three. He cannot be higher than that. But you guys obviously know where we're going with this. He's an insane game, as always, and he's got to get recognized for it, as everyone should do. And um, that's why, Debo Samuel, you are my number three. Now, let's get into my number two. Top two is going to be very interesting, and this is where me and Eric will agree, disagree. And uh, at number two, I got to go with the Kansas City Chief. Wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, and I know what you guys are saying. He had 11 receptions for 178 yards and three touchdowns. And you're like, what? That's it? You only put him at number two? Why not number one? It's because the other guy did really good. But I will get into the other guy because now I'm focusing on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill just did amazing. And I like what Eric said. He's like a migraine for the quarterbacks. And he obviously was against the Eagles. And I'm not putting past this great game. That's why I put him at number two. But it's just hard to overthrow this number one. And you will see why. And this other guy, number one, he did really well. And uh, I think you guys know where I'm heading with this. And Eric. Can you please cue that drum roll, please? Hold up, hold up. Wait, wait. All right, ask me again now. <laughs> can, you, can, you please, can you please cue that drum roll, please? I got to go with the teammate. The quarterback, the baby goat, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes did insane last game. Like Eric said, he went 24 for 30, which is 80% completion. That's very hard for quarterbacks to do in this league. Not only that, he had 278 yards and uh, almost breaking 300. It's very surprising. And not very surprising for him, but you know what I mean. But And he also had five touchdowns and one interception. I know the interception's like, uh, uh, well, you know, when you have five touchdowns, 80% pass completion. It's kind of like you forgive him for that and you overlook everything. And he had a 131 passer rating. It is absolutely insane game, and he also rushed for, uh, he also rushed for forty something yards. So just awesome game for him, as always, Patrick Mahomes. You congratulations, Patty Mahomes. You are a first timer on the Oracle David's Go to the Week, and it's a true honor for you. You don't have to worry about those MVPs. I know those aren't really a true honor for you, but I know <laughs> yeah. this true honor is being the Go to the Week. So Yo. congratulations, we got that. Yo, no, no. I what? disagree heavily. First oh. off, now, nah, I'm going back. Hold up. Daniel Jones. Bro, you could have picked, you snubbed Joe Burrow and you snubbed Justin Herbert. How? Joe Burrow what? had less ah, What do you mean how? Joe oh, Burrow, my gosh. Joe Burrow had less passing yards than Daniel Jones. He had the same amount of touchdowns as Daniel Jones. The only difference is that Daniel Jones had one interception. But okay, overall, exactly. It, Daniel Jones, hold up, let me, let me, let me do this. Hold up, yeah, hold up. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nah, it, either, either way. No, dude, Daniel Jones threw, threw 70%, Joe Burrows threw 78%. Stop it. No. Okay, well, and what else, 400, 402 yards? 348 yards? We are, and, and hold up. Your who man had an interception. Who versus Mine didn't. Who, who versus the harder team? Who well, were the Giants first? The Saints. That's, I don't know. The Jaguars. Okay, yeah. You versus the harder team. Fine. Then explain the. Then explain the. Then explain Justin Herbert. Then explain Justin Herbert. 
Explain, explain him. How do you put Daniel Jones over Justin Herbert? Uh. Uh. You don't know exactly. How you might, <laughs> but Dude. Give credit to Daniel Jones. Come on. No, because you you're no, that's so biased. That's so biased. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> if you if you watch the game and read the stats, he obviously had a better game. But. Bro. All right, all right, I give you this much. Justin Herbert threw 65%. Daniel Jones threw 5% more. Fine, okay? 402 yards, 222 yards. Fine. Three touchdowns to, to Daniel Jones, two touchdowns and one interception. That interception goes a long way. And they beat the Raiders. Not Doesn't the Saints. Matter. The Raiders. That's true. Okay. It is a harder competition, but I recognize Daniel Jones. Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I want to put a Giants player in there. Put a Giants player in my honorable mention. Yeah, this it might guy, never bro. happen again. Yeah. It might never happen again. Yo, I wanted to put Lamar, but I couldn't. And he had three hundred something yards, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. he had one touchdown. Oh Daniel my Jones God! You had interception. Daniel Jones had oh. a better game than Lamar Jackson. Oh what? The- <laughs> yes. I'm yes. done. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Oh, I quit. It's true. Guy is, it's true. Right. And secondly, Patrick Mahomes over Tyreek Hill? No. Yes. I, I disagree. I, you know why I disagree? Because Tyreek Hill, if you look at it from a quarterback's perspective and a wide receiver's perspective, Tyreek Hill had the perfect game. Patrick Mahomes didn't. He threw five touchdowns. He had one interception. Doesn't matter. He threw five touchdowns and almost three hundred yards. But with eighty percent passing yard. You you can't say it doesn't matter when the other person had the perfect game. And why why did he have a perfect game? Because the quarterback what? threw it to him. Because he, the quarterback oh, threw it to him, which is almost, why he had the perfect game. He had to catch it. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> Yo, what is going on? Yo, what dude? He literally near he nearly had two hundred yards as a receiver. 200 yards. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns as a quarterback. <laughs> I need an interception. Oh, my God. No, Patrick Mahomes had five. He, Tyreek had three of those. Oh, gosh. I, I, I think we got to agree to disagree. Uh, yeah, we, we, at the end of the day, we're going to. But, like, I love it. I still love this. I, I, you know, <laughs> that name for Daniel Jones because they won't ask it again. <laughs> it kills me, bro. But I, mean, I, really, I might, we might see a Jets and a Giants guy in the top five next week. I'm uh, this week, so I, it's gonna I be will, really interesting. I will tell you this much, though. I will tell you this much. Um, this is gonna make you a little bit happy. I'll, t- I'll give you this information, right? I had for the Jets, C.J. Mosley and Quincy Williams were actually really close to making honorable mentions. Not even kidding. Yeah, they they did they did insane. Defensively, crazy. They had like they they both had a a combination of like over. 25 tackles. It was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, dude, when you were listening to Dave and you were like, and Daniel Jones, I was like, nah. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Oh, my gosh, man. Well, really quick, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. My goal of the week is Tyreek Hill for the first time. And, David, yours is? Mine is Patrick Mahomes for the first time. There it is, man. But um, David, before we head head out of here, we do got one audio message. So let I feel like we should go ahead and play that one. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Here we go. This was from Mr. Motivations. Here we go. Honestly, I haven't really thought of a 
go to the top five of the week this week, but just off the top, off the rip, um, Daniel Jones at number five. <laughs> y'all can say what y'all want, but again, I'm gonna have to go with the Buffalo Bills defense. Yeah, that defense. What they did another shutout. If I, I don't have my weeks confused, though. No, they did another shutout this week, so that was impressive to them. Number four. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. What? Uh, you know, you mentioned Tyreek Hill, but without Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, that would not have worked. There we go. There and we then go. at number three, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I put him at three. Thank you. Thank I'm going to go Justin <laughs> Hubert at two. What? what? And Kyler Murray at one. Oh my god! I'm gonna scream! I'm gonna actually lose my mind! I'm gonna lose my mind! Oh my wait, god! Wait, wait. Justin Herbert at two over Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. And uh, Kyler Murray at one. Kyler Murray. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, you better keep all this in when you edit it, bro. You better keep all this in. Oh, <laughs> bro, what? He literally just ready. He literally was like. Oh my gosh, you literally said Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and, and then you meant the nerve to say Justin Herbert. I have... I'm done. I, I <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I thought oh, I thought it was Mr. Motivation, man. We actually got another, we got another, um, another audio message from, I think it's a newcomer called Stay Easy. Oh, you want to play that one really quick? Here we go. You ready, ready to play this? Yeah. All right, now, again, a little warning. We don't, we. Like, it's stereotypes, so like, you know. But here we go. Hey, y'all boys watch uh, boxing, too? We yeah. do. Yeah, we did. We just talked about Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight this Saturday. So. Indeed, we did, man. Who do you who do you got? Stay, you know, look really quick. I know we, we're supposed to end we're supposed to end at nine. But, like, really quick, who do you got? Who do you got? Because I got I Deontay got, Wilder. I got Tyson Fury winning in a knockout in the eighth round. That's what I got. Nah, I got, I got Deontay Wilder winning by decision. I think he's only by decision. But who do you got? Who do you got? If you don't mind. But while he's answering that, we'll give him a couple minutes. If he doesn't answer, then we'll just close it out as a whole. But um, either way. Say then, shout out to you, man. If you want to hear the rest of our episode as well, so we talk about all other sports. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. All you got to type in is d Takeover, and you'll see us there. So. Perfectly, man. Yeah. Also, if you want to, drop a, fa- drop a follow and join the family, man. We we out here. We out here grinding. Well, um, appreciate it. Re- regardless, David, going back to what he just said on the top five mm-hmm. this week, bro, Kyler Murray. I'm not a number one. He's not a number one. I'm sorry. What? Like, what are we doing here, Mister Motivations? What are we doing here? Oh my gosh, man! He said the Bills defense, and on top of it, I'm not gonna lie. When he said Patrick Mahomes at four because. He, he needed to do the things for, like, Tyreek Hill for it to happen. I was like, okay, cool. That's true. But then he picked Tyreek Hill, like, above him. I was like, wait, that doesn't add up. But I didn't mind because it just proves my point that Tyreek Hill had a better, had a better week. <laughs> now, when he said that statement, I thought he was going to put Patrick Mahomes over everyone. I'm like, come on. I was I was shocked because I didn't think he was going to put Tyreek Hill at all because he said that. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. But – Anyway, stay easy just responding, man. So let's go ahead and listen to this. And then we'll wrap it up. All right, here we go. And also, bias when it comes to this fight, man, it's the trilogy. 
Water on that first one. Tyson Fury the second. I don't know what the hell, man. Tyson Fury, the way he was dancing around in that second fight, that shit. I don't know what's up with Wilder, man. I, don't, I really don't know. The way he was dancing around him, he had Wilder looking sluggish out there in the ring. So yeah, he did. The way I, I, I uh, viewed that, uh, the second fight, I was like, uh, my opinion was uh, Wilder need to work on his footwork because he was really just uh, constantly just trying to throw that right, that hard-ass right, the whole fight. And mm-hmm. fucking Tyson was just dancing around his ass. So I don't know, man. I'm biased when it comes to this fight. This shit going to be interesting, though. I got to watch it. Oh, it definitely will. But it's a good point. Wilder was a little Tyson made Wilder look a little sluggish in that second fight. He probably will do the same thing again, but we'll see what happens. Man. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be exciting. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Well, either way, um, stay, stay, stay easy, man. It was good to meet you, my guy. Hopefully, yeah, drop a follow and we see you again. Um, just to give you like a quick rundown, you know, we just we um we talk about um all sports around here. You know, what I mean, we talk about. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, like you said, boxing. We literally talk about everything, right? And UFC, talk, whatever you want to talk about. Anything. Literally, whatever you want to talk about. And you feel, feel free to always like send an audio message and stuff. We do it all. And um, we about to close up the show, and you're about to hear like all the other stuff that we do. So thank you. Thank you for popping out, though. But, David, I'm going to throw it back over to you, and you can close out the show for us, man. All right, man. Sounds good. I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome, and don't forget it. Also, if you have not given us a follow on the Stereo app, please do that. Click our faces and click that follow button. Also, subscribe to our podcast, our episodes, because you can get to see when we go live and also helps us branch out to many other people on this platform. Also, if you want to get daily updates on our show, interact with us, see our posts, you can follow us on Instagram. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it again, official underscore DE underscore takeover. And then you guys can interact with us. We post stuff on our stories, and hopefully you guys inter- uh, get interactive and all that stuff, and we do posts and all that stuff. You get updates and when we go live. And um, also, if you want to get to know your host of the show, you know, yes, get to know us a little more personally, you can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2, and Eric's is... Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. Please go give us a follow as well. And also, if you missed an episode of Dini Takeover, it doesn't matter if it was the first one or this one. If you missed the middle ending or you want to go back to it, no worries because we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, please give us a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and review it and tell us what you guys think. It helps us grow out and we want to grow and build our brand and our family to many other people on any platform but um also we do have a youtube channel and that's gonna be have two videos up at the moment there's our 1v1 and basketball challenge and also we just posted a soccer challenge so please check that out our youtube channel is called dne takeover you might have to put it all in all caps because you know we're not that famous yet but it is dne takeover and um please like comment subscribe on our videos and uh helps uh the algorithm of youtube and helps us expand out to more people uh also and we do have more videos coming to you in the future and if you want to hear something just tell us and we will definitely most likely make that come true but um uh also be sure to tune in on monday uh be sure to tune in, uh, listen uh, follow our instagram because we will post a time on there but be sure to tune in on monday because that's when we have our next live show on the stereo app and uh, i'm excited to see what's happening there it is, ladies and gentlemen. 
That is all she wrote for episode 29. Next episode is the Big 30, man. You can't miss it. You can't uh, miss it, man. The Big 30, my guy. But of course. Just to, just to like wrap everything up as it is, you know, we appreciate every single one of you guys that pop up to the show. And um, like like we said, you know, honestly, I know, David, you, you edit these things and everything. So I'm just going to say this as well. You know, anyone that can't come to the live that's listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything, you know, we appreciate y'all too. You know, I don't think I say that. I don't think we say that like that much. But like, just let you know, we appreciate y'all too as much as we appreciate everyone that comes onto the live. So, you know, like we said, without without you guys, we basically, this one, none of this would be happening. So we appreciate y'all. Um, we thank y'all so much. And without further ado, man, it's been your boy, Easy E, Eric Hines. And your boy, the Oracle, D-Rod. And we out. Peace.